I mean, dude, put Moto Limited show on my graphics and let's freaking have a good time. <laughs> the rainbow. <laughs> Whatever you drink in the champion. Here we go. You know what? We got to get reacquainted tonight. <laughs> <laughs> Any athlete will tell you what you have to sacrifice to win in this cup. And here's what America's hoped for all year long. Like, holy shit, here we go. This is the center stage of Moto Podcasts. Welcome to the Moto Limited Show, presented by Rue Systems, street race solutions and backyard designs. Live from Brisbane, Australia, here are your hosts, Trent Marr and Nick Still. Show 40 is alive. Welcome to the Moto Limited Show presented by Rue Systems, Street Race Solutions and Backyard Designs. Nicholas Jeffrey Still. Snook from Australia. What is up? Not much, man. What's been cracking? Mate, we had a uh, big weekend at work over the weekend. Um, my voice is a little sore this week. It's not too bad. It's better. It's, I don't know, but this I was worse this weekend than I was after Coolum. So, if I have those like sneaky blowouts, we know why. I think I know why your voice is, is pretty bad though. Too much of the good stuff. Dude. I don't know what I was sleeping next to the other night, <laughs> but holy hell, I thought you were possessed or, or something was not okay. I literally I literally had to check on him at one point of the night because it was like a big snore and I was getting ready for the breath and there was no breath. <laughs> I was like, well, ladies and gentlemen, that's it. That's all I've got. No, all in or no out. But- it's Monday. It's 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. We are live on Facebook all around the world. Massive thanks to all our sponsors. Rue Systems, Street Race Solutions, Backyard Designs, National Looter, KTR. KTR Trent. Yeah, buddy. Yeah, buddy. TCX Boots, Queensland Bike and Four Drive, and MPE Suspension. We are live on the Moto Limited Show Facebook, so join in the conversation in the comment section below. If you are listening live, the archive will be available as always on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, and you can re-watch the live stream here on the Facebook page as well. Afterwards, tonight, Nick, we are massive. Dude, huge. Massive show. We've got a couple of awesome guests coming on later on. We'll start with them. We've got have Talia Drew coming on part of the Fly Futures and team, she does her Team 17. Team 17. <laughs> she does her T, T Drew team, training. Team, That's team a real tongue twister team, too. Team 17. Team 17. <laughs> yeah, okay, we get it. Uh, and if you're watching the live stream, you'll see in the top corner there's a 17 plate now firmly fixed to the wall. Yeah, look. That that 17 plate's got a lot we, of... It's we got, got stories. A, it's we got, got stories about it. But Let I, me get through my read and you can tell the story. I don't want to tell the story. That's uh, the problem. We do. We do. Uh, we got Honda Racing Australia's Kyle Wells. Webster joining us as well. He'll be coming on later on this evening and joining us live in studio. A guest. We haven't had a guest in studio. We've had co-hosts, but never a guest. He's sitting behind the camera right now, waiting his turn to come in. We have another Honda Racing Australia rider of Jai Walker. He's going to be on here later on to break down some uh, Pro MX and stuff like that. And he's a uh, Good, good friends with our in-studio co-host. My boys. So, brought to you by KTR Apparel. Let's start with this guy. He is 
the now crew chief of the KTR National Lunar Race Team. It's Bailey Middleton. Bailey, what's up? Yeah, how you going, boys? We're here. You're back in. The first time you're in here, the whole team was here. This time, low key. Just me and my boy Braden. You, you, know, the, boy- you know the even better thing? What's that? Dude, you're on the winning side. You're on my side of town. So, your mic's not on yet. Don't you be talking. <laughs> Every time. But no, you're on the winning side. Are you a bit calmer tonight, Bailey? Yeah, I actually am. I think the nerves aren't as bad this time. So, no, it's you're just, good. Yeah. It's you're just, good to go. Yeah, I'm still You're here. looking fresh, though. Yeah, thanks. Nice T-dub hat just with swag. the fresh mud on it. Just from washing swag. Bikes. <laughs> washing someone's bike over the weekend. It's a nice hat, too. It's a nice hat. I think we should give one away tonight. We are. We will have our uh, Hot Engines Hot Takes segment brought to you by Street Race Solutions as it pops up on the screen behind me. It'll be on later on and we are giving away a T-dub hat that is worn there by one at Bailey Milton if you're watching live and also we will have a KTR hat as well coming up. So, if you followed the socials, you would have seen that today. Let's bring in our other guest tonight. He is brought to you by National Lunar Fridges, obviously part of the KTR National Lunar team. Nick, this is the only way that he can be introduced. Let's do it. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome him to the show, the number 59 on the National Lunar KTR Race Team KTM from Willow Bank, Queensland. It's Braden Urbacker. Buddy, you're back. I'm back. Again. Back in fashion. We can never get rid of you. Am I the only one that thought Ken Roxon was getting introduced then? Or? It felt like it, didn't it? <laughs> there was a lot going on in that intro, but uh, welcome to the studio again, mate. Back. Yeah, back. Back to have some fun and talk some smack. Mate, for you on the weekend, start there. Yep. Back to racing, first back race racing. back since the injury. We had you in there. When you came in with the team, you um, were on the, the healing path. We're yep. back now yep. racing. Back racing. Feel good? Yeah, felt good. Uh, felt good to get out there. It was a bit tight the first race back. I pumped up a lot, which um, <laughs> was to be expected. I, I didn't really, I didn't really have any um goals or expectations. So I was just was where I was. So I was just riding around and just trying to get rid of that arm pump and getting used to being back behind the gate with all the balls. My, my first question for you, obviously, is yep. so. Round of the Sunny States on the weekend. How much time on the bike have you done, obviously, before coming back and racing that? I think we seen you at Echo Valley at the club day. Was that the first race back on the motorcycle? Or? Uh, the first race back was the uh, Saturday before that uh, Toowoomba club day. Yep. That was the first race back. But since I've been back, I've probably only done oh, maybe four hours on the bike. Yep. So not a whole lot of time. Still, like, gotta, it's hard to try and find time fitting in with working and everything, but trying to ride as much as I can possibly. And I'm... <laughs> Been uh, getting a bit of support from some people around me to help me ride as much as I can, so it's good. I've seen, I've seen the appreciation post today, mate. That's pretty cool. Yeah. 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 You look appreciation good. Appreciation post. All, like all over the socials you are. So <laughs> it's good to have you in the studio uh, alongside your, your good buddy here. My boy. Bailey Middleton. We <laughs> had a conversation before. Where's he sleeping tonight? Oh. Yeah, that's, <laughs> <laughs> that's the after dark segment. <laughs> um, Bailey, obviously last time you were in, you were getting geared up to race. We all uh, sort of know what happened to you. How yeah. How is everything going with the injury, the head? How are you yeah, sort of feeling um, now? I'm on the mend now. Everything seems to be going well now, but obviously it's a tough thing to take mm. in and it's taken... I'm still not right yet, but yeah, I don't know how I'll get there, but 
take time, I guess. Hmm. Let's be supporting the boys at the races and that. So let's uh, we'll we'll dive into this a little bit later. But one of the questions I have straight away is having a head injury is a, it's a pretty serious injury to have regardless yeah, that's of the, right. the next two days after that what was that like i still don't remember anything to this day and um brayden was with me the week as i came out of hospital and um like i was slurring my words i was mm. trying to play xbox and everything was coming at me so fast I couldn't focus so like. the okay another question then <laughs> Was Braden putting quicker lap times down that you had <laughs> no. a bit of a disit? No. <laughs> Still got <No>. beaten. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, I might actually have him here. Like, I got him on his disadvantage. Yeah. And uh, still smoke. Well, breaking news tonight is Bailey Middleton is actually a sponsored Moto Limited Show eSports <laughs> competition. He's, he's in the Supercross. This is why I'm getting smoked. <laughs> he, he, he is in the Supercross race now for the uh, – there's a big thing they're doing internationally with, with Supercross. The new video game is trying to get fast lap times, and he is – an official athlete, Trent, for the Moto Limited Show E Series Supercross. <laughs> the first athlete we have. Yeah. Ever. We thought we had Carrot Morrissey, but that didn't go down well, did it? Nowhere. Yeah. Nowhere. That guy. And, right. and again, just mentioning that if Carrot is watching, thanks uh, for, again, not putting a Moto Limited Show tag on a post that you put up. Yep. No yep. dramas, mate. Thank you. Yep. We'll keep that uh, no. deal coming. Yep. Those, all good. <laughs> <laughs> those fines are in the mail, bud. We'll just keep doing what we're doing. The fines are in the mail. But uh, yeah, we got you boys all show long. Um, I'm pretty sure, Bailey, uh, Braden, you're transitioning out when we get dry on here a little bit later on we'll get to him pretty soon up into this but uh, we got to mention obviously last show we didn't do too much plugging about it but the motolimitedshow.com website is up and going you can re-listen to the archive shows there you can go buy the merch that Nick has got on you can tonight. even buy a Nick from Australia sticker Nick from Australia stickers we got hoodies we got t-shirts you get, you get one yeah mate just go straight there buy it off the store <laughs> when, nah. do we, up. when do we get the Bailey from Dreamworld stickers yeah <laughs> It's in production. It's in production. It's in production. <laughs> Tower and Tower next to these guys. Bailey <laughs> oh, yes. from Dreamworld. I, I got to feel like, for some reason, when I think Dreamworld, I think Big Brother. So when we do Bailey's intro, it's got to be to the Big Brother intro. <laughs> Welcome to the Big Brother house. <laughs> Welcome. Welcome to Big Bailey. <laughs> Big Bailey house. Uh, good times. Good times. But uh, yeah, go check out the, the merch there. So you can rewatch, uh, re listen to the archives on there as well. Uh, we got all our sponsor links to all the supporters of the show here, advertisers of the show. Go and check them out as well. Um, the uh, the marketing chick has put a lot of effort into that. A lot. So, go check it out. She's done fantastic work there and we appreciate everything she does for us as well. The boot deal got announced last week, Nick. Yeah, um, I wasn't real pumped. I wasn't the winner, but anyway. It's uh, <laughs> it's all been sorted out. As we said last week, if you, we don't get in contact with Andrew, uh, we'll redraw it. Andrew got in contact with us. We got him... Got him his set of boots. We haven't got to him yet because he wants the red ones, so he's waiting for the red ones to show I up. I hope he takes your set so bad. No, no, it was sweet. I ordered a set of 11s and because he, he said a 10 or 11. I ordered 11s, just guessing, and then he goes, oh, no, I'm a size 10, so I'm like, sweet. So, dad back ordered a set of 11s. I said, put a set of 10s there and I'll just take the 11s when they show up. <laughs> so, I'm good to go, bud. I, I think I need to talk go. about a boot deal. No, nah, you had Saturday night to sort yourself a boot hey, deal. I got, I, got some, I got some deals going. <laughs> you trying to get an oil deal this I'm trying night. to get a gear deal. Oh, yeah. If Adam, Adam Middleton, if you're listening, <laughs> <laughs> trying to get a gear deal, just, you know, a black set. I think I might week. know the guy. You, you might know the guy? Yeah. Is he all right or what? Is he legit? Is he right. legit? He goes all right. He goes all right? Yeah. Has his start, <laughs> his start improved? Uh, no. <laughs> Put it this way. He didn't start with a whole shot button this weekend. <laughs> oh, I, I don't know if that's a blowout that's or not. how much confidence he has in his starts. None. Yeah. Great guy. Great guy. 
Yeah, good bloke, but yeah. just needs work on the stats. Well, talking <laughs> of, talking about the gear, that that uh that all black T but T dub gear. Yeah, it looks that, awesome. That looks man. spicy. Yeah. I liked it. Looked good. Yeah, yeah that stuff. Cool. The stuff that Keys was wearing with the like nineties looking. The yeah, retro. Yeah, yeah, that looked yeah. cool. That's yeah, that's awesome. super cool. But uh, yeah, we were looking for a deal. Yeah, just you know, you know where we are. We know where you know where we are. So yeah, the boot deals won by Andrew Schiffigo. So congratulations to you, Andrew's new set of boots coming your way. Thanks to guys at TCX Boots. We got a uh. A, We've uh, done the deal today, Nick, uh, for next week's share giveaway, uh, and it's pretty cool as well. So we'll uh, announce that in the coming shows for next month. Uh, be the same sort of deal as what we did for the boot deal as well. Uh, we got the hot take segment and the front yard backyard coming up later on as well. But let's get into a little bit of uh, sunny state talk first up, Nick. We had round number four of the Sunshine State MX Series at Warwick on the weekend, and man, I'm. I'll say this forever. That is my favorite track. Yeah, look, Saturday had me worried. Obviously, the track we had for Saturday was a bit... I was like, uh-oh, I don't know what we're going to get tomorrow. Obviously, we, we know how much rain we had in Southeast Queensland this week, which sort of prevented them actually getting the, the track prepped and everything like that. But for what they had and organized, the track actually turned about really pretty good on the Saturday. And dude, the Sunday track was amazing. It got rough as we predicted, but they did a great job. Well, the last guy who rode Saturday... It that, looked pretty tough in practice, That was dude. my favorite Warwick that I've ever ridden. Yeah. I, I love you, that track. D- dude, I've heard so many people say that. <gasps> yeah. I've, I've never ridden Warwick better than that before. Like, yeah. I got to run a scoop tire in qualifying in race one. I've never mm. been able to do that. Yeah. And it was the best conditions I've ever What's your Warwick. thoughts with how Warwick goes now? Obviously, Warwick's backwards compared to how it used to be. Yeah. Do you, are you a fan of that? Do you think I'm it works better? It. A lot of people say that it's um one line, but the other way the track work was everyone said the same thing. You just got to find a way to open up the track. There's yeah, a lot well, that's funny. That's something that go back on each other. So. That's something me and Trent disagreed on. Was obviously the start. I prefer the start now how it is one hundred percent compared yep. to how it used to be. Trent was in the opposite with that. Like, and, but that's just personal opinion and what we prefer. But I, I, I didn't like the way the start used to be, and I think this flows a lot more better. Obviously, the start you, is definitely a lot better. Your gate gate yep. pick is so. 100% you got to be good like you said yep. mm, yeah well, so it's there's only about 5 to 10 gates that are any good because it just goes the one direction all the way around like where mm. when you know right left those outside gates actually came into effect because you could just sneak around the outside and yeah. then had the inside for the next one that's all I was saying when it's like yeah, all yeah. all right if you're on the outside gate you just follow everyone around the outside and you, you're buried you know you, yeah. you're not going to get anything and as it's off cambered coming out as well yeah. everyone's just keeps sliding, sliding to the outside out. yeah. so an outside gate you, you're pretty shot so yeah. being in a sunny state series now is qualifying just makes that qualifying time even more mm-hmm. more crucial don't, don't get a qualifying <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't be a yeah, Saturday dude it looks so tough in practice it was deep and like really soupy from all the rain that they have but as the day got on and then me doing the post race interviews afterwards like every rider I interviewed was like this is the best track I've ridden yep. and then Sunday was better you know we had all the, uh, a lot of the guys saying the same thing um, you know <laughs> one rider in particular went up on the podium and said <laughs> said that it was better than national tracks <laughs> which we're not going to get into that conversation but it's that's the that's the caliber of track that, yep. that, that, that they provided and 
to turn it around from Saturday to what we had on Sunday, that and that's a small little club. They did a really, really yeah, good job. They did an awesome job, especially with. Well, I know the club doesn't get a whole lot of help, and they've had um, gone to Windy Motorcycle mm. Club members come down and help them get ready for the race meeting. So I think yep, and, and, and a lot, a lot of Toowoomba so. members as well was there. Yeah, yeah, but in the previous years, like Warwick is sort of a club that sort of struggled a little bit with yeah. management and getting people in there to help. But dude, that was. Unbelievable, and I'm I, out to them exactly, sure. and I'm I reckon we will see another round there, 100. I wouldn't say nothing bad about it. That was amazing. It was an awesome weekend. I think they've done a great job. Yeah, they took they they took it to the next level. Uh, obviously, results wise, there was heaps of good racing too, Nick, and that's the one thing for for what. You know, you and myself do now doing the commentary stuff. Good racing is easy to commentate. Boring racing is so hard to make anything sound good and do that. And we had a lot of good racing throughout the weekend. Saturday provided with how tough the track was, it still provided really, really good racing throughout the day. And then Sunday turned it up to the next level. Um, Just want to throw it already. Like, so I go to the track. And Kirk wins. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so, so I you, believe. I, look, if Yareve rings me tonight and says, "Silly, look, we need you next round," I'll be like, "Yeah, it's all good, mate. I'll be there." He won you know? it. He won it, Canberra too, yeah. bud. Yeah, it's because I was watching. Okay, makes full sense. Um, but no, the racing was was awesome. Obviously, Sunday we had the two thirty minute four fifty races, and that second one was was epic man like watching Kirk and Todd like I'm like at the middle point you know how those 30s go right they like midway through they really just get boring for people that don't know what they're watching for me I'm watching those lap times dude and yeah, they're just they're going point two, point two, point two between actually them. dropped a second in the lap later in the motor 10 like, to go dude yep. 10 to go they went from doing like 50 nights to like 54s by the end and they just yeah. wicked mm. it and then next minute there's a full battle going on Gibbsy hunts him down and it's like on and I'm like this is sick. This is what you come to expect from these yeah. dudes. Kirk is one of those guys. He's he's a very mental rider where the second he can see and the second you can see Todd's rear fender and he's in sight, you know it's going to be on. He he's got a target on Exactly. He will draw himself into that. The second he's in visual of that rider, it's on. You know it's going to happen. But it's but it's not it's I mean it's not only that. We'll have Jai on here later and he'll be able to explain it more because no, he's, he's way better than us at all of this. But in a 30 minute moto it's a strategy. There's a lot of strategy that goes on. You cannot I mean, they, they go pretty close to going flat out for 30 minutes. Mm. But there is a point in the race where you're just kind of trying to maintain and you could see there was one lap in particular. It was about halfway. Todd, like, dropped a heater and then Kirk matched it. Mm. That heater that Todd tried to drop was to try and break Kirk's spirits midway through the race. So then he'd lose that toe and then it was all over. And I'm, like, watching this chess match go on. And as I said, I'm trying to, like, relay that through my commentary because I've, I've not been at that level, but I understand what's going on there. And you can watch it in the lap times. Like, lap times going down and they go and they stabilize and someone goes a bit quicker and then the next person yeah. matches and I'm like this is sick and yeah, I'm trying to relay that experience and then and then, exactly and then yeah and then 30 minutes later here they are like last lap battling down to the finish line you're like that, that's the one happen? thing that that blows my mind with these guys and these athletes is 30 minute moto and I was watching Todd's times Todd has that time he's in that rhythm doing the same times every lap but when he can look back and see Kirk or knows when Kirk is somewhere getting close they can turn that intensity up that is impressive to do yeah. after 25 minutes on a rough track like it's that a real Cooper Webb move. I, exactly like not even that being able to com- control your emotions be able to control oh. the mental game and everything to do that mm. that is impressive yeah that was it was a, it was a great ride from him there's a lot of 
a lot of great racing throughout the uh, throughout the classes. Um, you know, the expert classes had some great battles in it. Um, Got to give a shout out Brock Slater. His hand was all swollen from his crash on Saturday, and comes out and rides You're all day Sunday. Dude, I was like, You're a bad dude. I was like, Are you gonna ride? He's like, Yeah. I'm like, Man, that hand looks bad. And he's like, I'll do it. And then runs. Uh, I think a second overall. And I was like, That's just that's grit yep. to to grind that out. We've had him on the show, so we're we're partial partial to a bit of Brock Slater ourselves. Um, the one, the two riders I want to give a massive shout out to, and uh, you missed the final races, dude, was Jack Mather and Kobe Drew. Yeah, that was that's awesome. Holy man, Unreal. they that was like watching a mini version of Todd and Kirk. Like yep. they were just yep. battling, and that, I them classes that the Junior Lights one two five and the Junior Lights two fifty class. That's probably my favorite race to watch. Oh, these stacked. These guys are incredible. It's good, and it's good to see Jack May the back and putting like putting the pressure on on Kobe. Yeah. Like he was pretty dominant at Coolum. Yeah, Jack was giving it to him here, and I'm like, this is sick. Like this is, and we're it's watching good to see it. the boys have something to bounce off and push oh, forward, and grow, and just like really push the push the limit. And I'm just like, this is the the best. And then to see like Kobe after like get him after yep. that finale, and that one was for the overall that four stroke class. It tied going in, so whoever won mm. won the won the day and they went all the way to the finish line I think they were 0.5 of a second separated them over the finish line another and, uh, uh, another, yeah, another rider that I sort of didn't know much about or didn't really know of beforehand was that Jet Burge Stevenson or mm. Stevens mm. that kid can ride man he's he's part of the um Motorx KDM Junior team or something isn't he I'm pretty sure he is yeah I, I really Katie yeah, Australia, Katie Australia. So, racing thing. Yeah, I didn't know much about him, dude, but great starts. He looks impressive. He's really got, impressive. L- really long legs. We're watching him at Coolum, yeah. dude. And he's just like, his legs are just like ridiculously long. And he's just like, what, what? And I'm like, that's stupid. You yeah. should be illegal <laughs> to have legs that long. You're just working through the sand. But yeah, he's he's quick. And that's the funny thing with him now watching these things. He's like, oh, dude, that kid's quick. That kid's mm. quick. I'm like, yeah. yeah he's <laughs> lay down. He's one of my, put it together. One of yeah. my favorite classes, like, one hundred percent. Yeah, Junior Lights yeah, was yeah, Junior Lights was one that I I enjoy watching. But even the man, even the clubman classes, we had some sick battles in there. And the expert class, like every class, was battling all the way to the end in every single moto. And you're just like, this is exactly what we want to we want to see out of these these local races is these kids doing battle and getting to watch the best guys in Australia. At the same time. So, you're going to watch Todd and watch Kirk and go, well, that's, you know, oh, I can do that on a track and then they go and try. And I like the fact <laughs> that we are still getting these guys to these races mm. and that's that's what we need. Like, it's, I remember when I go back to thinking when I was a, like a young kid, man, doing, rocking up to Shell Series and I'll be like, wow, this Dan Reed and he's in a van. Like, I was like dumbfounded and I hope that kids these days are like, wow, there's, there's, there's Kirk Gibbs or there's Todd Waters or there's Jai Walker or, you know, there's Brad Nurback, you know what I mean? Like, mm. I hope that is still a thing and having these riders at the track doing that is a step in the right direction for what we need and I yeah. hope it's something that continues because it, it, it does a lot. Yeah. Can you pull up the uh, MX2 class? I'm, pull, I'm drawing a blank who won right now. I've, there's all the races are starting to blend in. <laughs> they do, dude. When, you, they when you're do. commentating them all and you're like, oh, what race am I at again now? And Sunday was a big day, dude. Like going from that first 30-minute moto and then you waited all like two whole rounds. break in between. I was like, dude, that's a bit ridiculous for these guys to be waiting around that long. But uh, yeah, that it was such a big day Sunday to get through to that oh, yeah. final moto and that track got beat, man. That was, that was bad. I bet you wanted to... 
yeah, stay in, yes. uh, stay on the Saturday. That that was for yeah. sure. But uh, yeah, Levi. I was pretty sure it was Levi oh, Rogers yeah. one yeah. to MX two. Uh, that was sick battles all the way down. That was very tight. It was like one point between himself and Costford, and then Barham was one point behind that. So like three points separated the top three or two points separated the top three. That was like, more of a Costford that I am expecting to see. Like Costford, if he can just stay on the bike, is another thing as well. Like obviously those three motors, he had three get offs, but gets back on that bike and gets back into the charge. He he's good. Mm. Like and, he, that, and that's that's the Jace Cosford that I expected to see. Mm. Obviously, we had really seen really really good things out of him at Harvey Bay, and then mm. King Roy was a little bit off. Cool was a little bit off, but um, yeah, that Jace Cosford he once again impressed me. I mm. seen him, dude. I seen him at one point he actually kicked himself in the head, mm. but <laughs> did not get off that accelerator once. I was like, oh, I bro, you you do that. I'll yeah. stay over here. You stay over there. We'll, <laughs> we yeah. won't look at each other, and we'll, you go about your business. I go about mine. Yeah, <laughs> and uh, and Isaac Ferguson obviously tied with Barham for the, the thing. He was riding out of his skin again, like that confidence he got from Canberra, how good he rode at Canberra and uh, moved that on. And that Rising Motorsports team, we I had dinner with them Friday night and then we ended up at a pub with them on Saturday night. Um, they had a good day. Sleeter was uh, up front winning races. They had Jaden Sharp, one of their other riders. He won the clubman class. And then, you know, you had Isaac on the Saturday putting in an effort like that. Putting yep. that, you know, that, that small team that's a startup team towards the front. That's that's pretty, pretty solid. And uh, like that was pretty much that I know it was my first time I actually got to talk to Gavin Mel mm. and sort of understand what they're doing, what what their goal is, where they come from. And I'm a real big supporter of Rising Motorsports as well, just like KDR as well. These are the teams we need to have in mm. the sport like that because they are they are holding this together. They are. And I wish I wish I ran when I was racing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like I wish come I come back twenty two. No. <laughs> hey, give me a set of black t- black teed up gear and <laughs> oh, black I'll do pink two laps to Black laps. and pink stinky. You guys use a different spot, uh, different graphic brand, so we can't do that. Yeah. Um, but no. Hey, but if they're interested, you know. <laughs> <laughs> He's open, open 24-7. Yeah, awesome. Shop doesn't close. Uh, yeah, so it was a great weekend. Work was awesome. I, I, I said I love it up there. Love that track. Love the facility. Um, getting to watch good racing is always what we want to do. We've got some uh, comments section. Uh, Nick, you got a lot going on there. Yeah, so Whitney <laughs> Webb, hell yeah, with a packed house. We've even got some stadium seating out there. I can see <laughs> I can see Jai and Rose Zed. We put him right at the back. Um, D- Darren Mayer, hang on, you were both doing dual snoring jutes. Yes. <laughs> I woke up and your mother was making a coffee. I was like, did you hear Trent snoring last night? She looks at me and she's like, you were snoring 10 minutes ago. I was like, that would explain why my throat's sore. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I actually forgot to mention the Happy Mother's Day to all the mothers yesterday as Absolutely. well. Absolutely. Got to go home. Got to be able to see my mum last night. Anthony Rutledge, do we get a clean hat? Look, I'd rather the hat off Bailey's head because... <laughs> well, Signed by Bailey. Now. Why wouldn't you? Anthony Rutledge, definitely a fan of Warwick. Seven, eight, ruts in each corner. Choppy as. Sun State Sunshine State MX Series. The Warwick Committee was super organized and made our job so much easier. I'm impressed with Kirk and Todd. Could run to the podium after 30 minute motos. Jetbird Stevenson is so tall he had to duck under the quick shade. A <laughs> 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 um, bit of Braden hi. We've got Alex Griffiths says, Hey Braden, do you want to wish? Do you want to say, want to say hi to? I want to say a big shout out to Griffo. He's a legend. Okay, cool. <laughs> That's what we like to see. Joe Van Sherpenseal, how fast was Isaac Ferguson? Sorry, yeah, he's quick, dude. Yeah. Super quick, impressive, impressive. And that last, did that last? Did you see that? Or were you? 
Still laying. Were you nah. laying there when he went past? Nah, nah, that was nice too. <laughs> Blow the guy out. <laughs> no, um, he went into a final corner to just full send mode. He actually, because I went over there to see Gavin Mel and see Isaac, and they were pulling his front wheel off. It tucked that hard, it peeled the tire off and shoved dirt oh. in between the rim and the tire. That's how much he went like that when oh. he just he just sent Who it. Who is this? Isaac in the second moto oh. trying to pass for because that would have nearly probably got him the overall. Mm. But he yeah, he went down and then got it. I think he still didn't lose a position, but he was going for it. And I'm like, that's that's commitment when you got dirt stuffed in the rim. That's Nick, insane. Next. Hi. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> you awake over Hi. there? Hi. Hello. <laughs> Joe Van Sherpen Seal. How fast was Joseph Van Sherpen Seal for an old fella? He quick, dude. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The, the, actually i gotta blow i gotta blow joe out we i see can't he was buying me drinks <laughs> no, no he wasn't was he no nah, joe wasn't there saturday night. oh <laughs> friday, friday night he was but saturday night too many mate yeah, yeah. <laughs> he doesn't know who's shouting drinks you want a drink yep <laughs> that's how big nick from australia is he doesn't know who people yeah. drinks um no he he i seen him in one motor he stopped on the finish line because he's seen the lapper cover so he stopped let the leader cover right. out and then crossed that is I a power just, move i just like gave you the thumbs up and he shook his head that's power move it was funny awesome. you know you're not doing you're not doing one extra lap you don't uh, have to do uh, i i gave him he gave him a bit of shtick so there you go i, I do that so damien harrison see you guys on the track next year sometime Making a comeback. Bit of a comeback. Bit of a comeback. That's the way I read it. Josh Plant. Isaac starting from the outside gates in Moto 2 was nearly hole shotting was pretty impressive. I did see a video of that. Yeah, too. so did I. Darren Price. Hi from Victoria. My small ride red outfit enjoying having Jai Walker in the rig. Jai Walker, we got a bit hype here, buddy. We're going to have to get you on here soon. Yeah, you got to come in. So, but so. hi, Darren Price from um, Brisbane. Hi from Brisbane. Hi from Brisbane. <laughs> hi, hi to you in Brisbane. He said but, Victoria. <laughs> glad to have you here. Glad to have you here. Good, good stuff. At it. what about Nick? We're about six thirty. We got uh, a lot coming up. We're going to jam pack into some stuff. Let's go to our front yard, backyard segment. We'll quickly run through that. Then we're going to get our guest on, Jai Walker, and start the hot take. So, you ready to go, Nick? Let's do it. I am a champion. Whoa, hey. This is the Backyard Design Front Yard Backyard Segment. Use code MOTO Limited at checkout to save 15% off your graphics kit. I'm a champion, I'm a champion, I'm affected this do my damage. Backyard designs. Use Moto Limited in the checkout section to get yourself a 15% discount on any of your graphics needs. Go and check them out today. Backyard Design AUS.com. Everyone knows how this works. Front yard is what you're up on, backyard is what you're down on. Let's start down and finish on a high. We'll go with you first, Braden. What do you got? My backyard. Mm. Well, I'm gonna say I didn't like the taste of the work dirt <laughs> on Saturday, but I'll busted lip over it. Front yard. Um, uh, wait, 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 wait. We got backyard. Everyone around the table. Right, Jeez, you're backyard. rushing us here. You're rushing oh, us. Come on. Backyard, obviously, just can't ride. Just sucks watching everyone. And yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. We can go with that. Pretty clear that yeah, one. Right. <laughs> hey, hey, me too. I think we've ridden about the same amount of time since Harvey Bay. <laughs> <laughs> Zero. <laughs> go, Nick. What do you got? Backyard is my registration that I have not paid for yet, and Ooh. it's probably going to be an interesting drive home. Hopefully, no. <laughs> hopefully, no cops are watching this. City on the Warrior. <laughs> <laughs> Going back way, boys. <laughs> I'll see you. Maybe that's what I want them to know. I'll see you at the bottom of the range. <laughs> see you there. See you there, mofo. 
What about you, Trent? What's what's going on in the backyard? Um, I just I I got to word this correctly. I've said it a few times, and I've said humans. It's a pretty broad statement, but Here just just when it's when uh, yeah. When things need to be done, everyone pitches in and helps, and the people that don't, uh, that sucks. So, I'm just going to say that. Pitch Fair in. Fair Every, enough. Everyone else has been there all weekend, pitch in. Yep. Braden, <laughs> give me a front yard. What's looking good? What are, you, what are you hyped on? I'm hyped to be back at the races with everyone, honestly. Um, that was an awesome day, and on my belief anyways, I, I struggled in the first one with arm pump, and I unfortunately went down the second one, but the amount of positives that I can take out of that weekend is uh, unreal, and being back at the track with everyone and, you know, just being in that sort of racing vibe, mm. it, it's unreal to be back there and be racing again and have everyone around, have Bailey, Jai, my younger brother, Damon, who's also on the team. Like, by the way, crushed it on Sunday, Jeez, the little man. Those yeah. little legs and he still just manages to throw the 1-5 around here. Yeah. Looks like he shouldn't be able – he can't even get like, – He looks really comfortable. Stand too. up, Damon. He is. He yeah, still he's, looks like he's, he's already, on the seat. Yeah, like, he's standing up. Yep. Uh, maybe – like you can maybe slide maybe see. under his – Hey, under but he was butt. still crushing it. Well, he was crushing it. Talking about racing, has your mother – recovered yet when I spoke to your mother <laughs> on Sunday morning. Dude, she Never. did not look okay. She, oh, she, are you going to blow her out? I, I think every weekend she stresses more and more. She even vomited after my She did right. not look good, dude. Dude. That's good she stressed her out. A little yeah. baby. Yeah. A little baby boy. Little bubs. <laughs> <laughs> little bubs. Uh, nah. I try not to stress her out, but my dad too didn't get too good. So. <laughs> well, maybe that's what she needed. Yeah, you can have a crash maybe, and be a bit fine. Maybe. You're yeah. okay now. I you, mean, I stood up and my insides are still good. So <laughs> we're good to go. I thought the first thing I said to, I said to Brad and I was like, you been in the toilet yet? He's like, why? I was like, there's no blood. <laughs> no blood. No blood. Good to go. Good to go. What about you, uh, Bailey? What do you want? Uh, my front yard would just be, yeah, like obviously can't race now, but I get to support Brayden and Jai at the track. So I think that's pretty awesome still that I can still be involved in that and sure. being somewhat part of like being promoted a, yeah, promoted jo- to crew prep yeah no you've been promoted to crew chief mate hey <laughs> yeah. rock up go to the KDR National Lunar Tents and here's Bailey first one there sweeping out <laughs> the thing getting it all good and then he gets his sister in there and she starts sweeping out <laughs> then he looks over at her and she's like she walks over and he goes what are you doing and she goes, she goes, what? And he goes, that was not clean. <laughs> I was like, he's made a great crew chief. <laughs> Just starts pointing so shots. Yeah, uh, but he was there, he was grinding. Full grind. Nick, what are you uh, what are you up on? I think I'm gonna go with the trend, you know. Had a had a bit of a rough having a rough time with work at the moment, so Obviously, being at the races on the weekend, hanging out with all my mates, having a good time, going for dinner, going for drinks, you know, just just finally had a had a good time on the weekend, and makes makes going to the track and makes loving the sport so much easier when you get to do it with people that you love being around. So that's probably my up. What about you? What's looking good? What's what are you happy about for once? I got two. Oh we! I had one, and then I remembered another one I had to do as well. What my first one is getting to do Sunday morning with you, you and I commentating, giving you the chance to learn a little bit, open up, get to experience it. There's a few times I threw it to you, and you just looked at me with like big eyes. And I'm like, I'll take it back. You keep going, but it's really, it's like uh, this is something I wanted to talk about. So it's mm. like obviously talking in here, it's okay. We're like we're all friends. I can keep talking about stuff. Doing it live when you you don't really know the names of people you're trying to read it on a monitor you're trying to do it on 
mm. on the spot. Like, I have a lot of respect for what you can do because it's hard and it is freaking scary. But obviously, being there with you, it's like the same thing. Trent was the one that got me publicly speaking and being able to do it. So, being around him, talking around him sort of makes me feel comfortable. Yep. So, it was really, really enjoyable. So, that was a, probably a, a, another one of mine. But, mm. yeah, thank you. I was hoping you didn't steal it. Cause no. It's no. all right. I had, I had my backup one. The other one I got to give a shout out uh, is to Joe Van Schermersil, who's obviously watching right now and his lovely partner uh, they hooked me up with one of their Hyper Life t- uh, hoodies for Jess for Mother's Day so it got me out of the doghouse for not being home on Mother's Day so if you want uh, some pretty cool merch it's not the Moto Limited Show merch or something a little bit different go and check out Hyper Life because they uh, they got some pretty cool stuff and it's supporting the sport they all put it back into sport as does KTR so all these brands that are trying to do stuff for motocross go and support every single one of them because that's how our sport keeps growing yep. so go and check them out so yeah thanks to Joe and his lovely partner we've got people in the, in the comments here some Robbie Marshall I've got a backyard for us he's currently driving the truck home from Adelaide so I imagine he's talking about the freestyle FMX down, <laughs> yeah, down ramp truck he's come back from yeah. via supercars so uh, get, yep. off, get off your phone Rob you we, can, we want to keep you safe mate you can have that you can have that job driver yeah. <laughs> you can have that we got anything else in there um, <laughs> Robbie Marshall again, front yard gets a listen on the drive home. Shows a flag, shows are flat out back on lo, ra, lo, uh, front yard. Get to listen in on the drive and shows a flat out back on to loving riding every weekend again. Yeah, that's cool. That's good. That's I've, good he, to have do, them back working. Every like every time I see Robbie and he puts up a puts up a story. He's at an airport. He's with Tommy G, the MC, and yeah, yeah, nice. I like it. That's I pretty like good. It. So, John Gerke, you would think some of these sponsors would use the clerk's heads for advertising space with some new caps. <laughs> hey, hey. Hey. Hey, no. Hey, no, no. We're Queensland titles, John. I will hook you up with the sponsor of the Queensland title hat. Don't worry about that. Nailed it. What's that about? <laughs> he wears a Pirelli hat around at the track and Matt's a sponsor of the Sunshine State Series. <laughs> I'm like, I can't wear mine. You should be allowed to wear yours. But at the Queensland titles, Pirelli are one of the sponsors of the Queensland titles. So, I'll get you a brand new Pirelli hat. I've got to be able to box them out of the backyard. So, I can give the whole crew. The whole crew. The whole crew. Or get- if I don't have a whole box, I know the guy. <laughs> yeah. I, I have met the guy once the or twice. Guy. He, uh, he can put a deal together or three. Or three. Or three. Um, uh, all right. While we uh, transition our guest in, Nick, let's get the hot takes segment started. So, hot engines, hot takes brought to you by Street Race Solutions. We uh, get in the comment section, send us your hot take. Anything can be wacky. We've got a lot of silly season talk coming up later on tonight, Nick, yep. about what's happening in America at the moment, some big changes. Anything crazy. Whitney Webb, you are not allowed to win again. <laughs> You're now part of the uh, part of the team, so you, you can't win any prizes, but we have a T-Dub hat and a KTR apparel hat, so thank you to the guys at T-Dub AU and KTR apparel for hooking us up with two hats to give away. Bailey, uh, Bailey got the hookup there you're in the text thread i didn't even know it was your number i'm just getting like this text thread from your dad and a number and i'm like who's the other number and then it tries to ring me and i was like who's this trying to ring me right now but uh well let me just before we go on to this segment let's Mm. go back to the backyard i've got another backyard another front yard (sighs) 
I need to I need to get out. Okay. My boy, number forty five, Brad West, had his first La- Loretta Lynn's qualifier at Parlor on the weekend. Did very very well. He rode Schoolboy two two fifty B and four fifty B and finished second and third. So big shout out to my boy, number forty five, Brad West, over there killing it like usual. There you go. So yeah. Hot Engines, Hot Takes brought to you by Street Race Solution. Go and check them out today. Um, but get them in now while we get to our first guest of the night brought to you by Roo Systems, roosystems.com.au or call 1-300-305-709. Roo Systems pioneered the diesel performance world in Australia with Roo Systems chips and exhaust upgrades. Now with new vehicle technology, Roo Systems can ECU flash tune your vehicle's computer to optimize the performance or fuel efficiency for more exceptional Drivability. Roo Systems has Australia's largest dealer network with over 55 plus performance workshops, making Roo Systems the most reputable electronic diesel performance tuning business in Australia today, Trent. That's it. So, Roo Systems are bringing you tonight from Honda Racing Australia, the number 15 or 440, depends on what day of the week it is. <laughs> Jai Walker, welcome in studio, bud. Thank you. Um, Muchly appreciate for having me on the show tonight. No, man, we, uh, we've been trying to get you in and on a couple of times. We've had things come up and now we finally, we, we had to bring your buddies in for you to come in studio. No, but well, no. He, so, Jai offered, like, I messaged Jai, I was just like, hey, do you, do you want to come on the show? Um, so, Bailey can blow you out and stuff like that. And he's just <laughs> like, do you want me on the phone or, or do you want me to come in? I was like, dude, if you want to come in, like, that'd be heaps cool. So, glad to have you in here, Matty. It's yeah, cool. Thank you. What uh, do you think of it? It's pretty sick, huh? There's <laughs> a flash. Yeah, it's sick. There's a flash. <laughs> yeah. Can you say flash? Yes, yeah, the slash. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so, man, it's been a, uh, a big year for you so far. Obviously, last year, you stepped up to the 450s. We had no national racing last year. You spent a whole year getting yourself up to speed we've now got pro mx back this year we've done two rounds so far i'm going to probably say it hasn't been the best two rounds for you so far but how has it been back at the races doing pro mx uh it's good um i could say it's a big learning curve yeah um and we our expectations of what i've been riding at the moment are not there yet so mm. we're going to keep working on it and obviously it will come with time um it's first year um pretty much at the big races so it's a learning curve and we're taking it as much as we can so yeah. um hopefully we can get to work in these next couple of weeks and um put in a solid heater and um next couple yeah, so good. obviously good one coming up next. But the the other big th- change for you this year is obviously stepping over to the Honda, uh, Honda team there and getting yourself um, those Honda 450s that look absolutely freaking sick. By the way, how is the transition going from you know what you rode last year, the Husqvarna, over to now the the Honda and and how much better? We've I think we spoke about this to you before, but now that you've had a lot more time on it, how is that bike? Ah, uh, it's unreal. Like um, I can't really complain about it. Um. Uh, it took a little bit to me to get used to, obviously, because I've been on Husky and KDM my whole life. So, yeah. um, took a little bit, um, but I'm slowly getting there and slowly getting things dialed in and we're starting to love it now. So, I um, can't thank everyone to help me out this year. Absolutely. That's that's pretty cool. The question I've got is obviously the first round of motocross we had compared to the second round at Canberra. Canberra was an improvement for you. Yes, definitely. Um, <laughs> most definitely. Um, one thing I sort of struggled a little bit with uh, nerves and stuff like that. And yep. that sort of brought me down a little bit. But yep. uh, we sort of turned it around at Canberra. Like the first race didn't go to plan. Uh, like I was, I was running about a top eight start and um, 
me and uh, I think it was Latimer that come together yep. and I fell over and um, I was stuck on the bike for a fair bit. So, I was in about dead last and, and then I put on a solid charge and got my way back to ninth and then um, and then Tanny must have crashed in the last lap and I saw him in sight and I was chasing and I was hunting him um, <laughs> and I just didn't have that enough time to get him. But, um, but we definitely made improvements. Uh, we're eighth in the championship now, which we we're ninth, so that's an improvement for us. So. Step step in the right direction, that's, that's for it, sure. Yeah. Uh, between the two tracks so far, what uh, what's well, been your favourite? <laughs> definitely Canberra. Definitely uh, Canberra. <laughs> Is that results based or just uh, because? Of- no, the, just the weather in general, the weather, <laughs> the day, how it ran, and um, yeah, I just felt a lot more um, calm at um, Canberra, like because it was second round, yeah. the nerves were pretty much gone, and um, but. Yeah, definitely Canberra because the weather and the setup. The setup was good. I, yeah. I, I personally, I think Canberra, you were a lot better. Like yeah. I, I spoke to you the night before. I was like, "This is where we're finishing." I was like, "We're getting in that top ten. We're making it happen." The the question I have about it is something we've heard all week about Canberra in the last two weeks was the track. Personally, what was your thoughts on Canberra as a racetrack, how it formed up and sort of overall, what was your thoughts on Canberra as a facility, racetrack and overall? Um, Different. Like uh, we thought it was going to be um, a bit more wetter than it was going to yeah. be in practice and dust was flicking up in practice. So, <laughs> it's um, not how you want to no. start. <laughs> so, um, it, it definitely turned out a bit um, different than we thought, um, a lot more ruddier than I expected. So, yeah. last time I raced there was about a couple of years ago on the two-stroke cup MX National. So, oh, yeah. So, it was a lot different than different what I direction yeah now. different direction yeah. and the track layout and but um i like the track layout it was a pretty good layout like the, those tabletops out the back dude mm, like they, watching that on they tv were my favorite that's where oh. i was making up most of my ground oh dude but, they look so cool I'm like i just go i just go like that section turn around right across <laughs> the track and hit that like yeah. multiple times because yeah. that just looked cool yeah, it was pretty sick um but no, I liked it. Like, um, we trained, um, a bit of more hard pack layout because we got told it was more, not that sort of runniness. Yeah. yeah. So, that, um, that was the way it was sold to me as well. It was, it was a lot more sort of hard pack yeah. and that's how it formed up. Yeah. Yeah. Well, Bailey, you here? You got a question here for your, your buddy, Giant Walker? Have I got a question for you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I've got too many. Um, yeah. Throw him under the bus. <laughs> Try and keep him out of underneath the bus. He's a factory rider. Um, <laughs> after the motocross season, are you planning to do supercross or what's your go there? Uh, yeah, we're going to do supercross for sure. Um, it depends on w- what um, 450 or 250 yet. We still haven't decided. So, um, But... I'm looking forward to it. Like I've I haven't raced Supercross in like three years since junior light. Yeah. So it's gonna be I was about fun. to say how like how much time and experience have you had on Supercross? I had a fair bit, like because I done all junior light series on it, um, but the first round because I was broken. But yeah, I got a fair bit of time on it. Like I had ra- rode at QMP nearly every day for a solid four months. That yeah, was that so. was a pretty cool track for that. Like it was, it was unreal. Do you do you like Supercross a lot more than you like motocross? Are you a bit motocross guy or nah, definitely supercross? <laughs> He's a super yeah. guy. <laughs> like Give me them twenty lap bows yeah, every day. Do you think your transition to Supercross on a four fifty will be a lot easier or is it something that's gonna be a lot different for you? Yeah, definitely. Like um I haven't really have rode a supercross track since I've been on a four fifty or even looked at like mm. getting on one. So yeah. um it would be different. Like um apparently it's a it's a real big change. It, it is, changes it is, like, style and everything. Exactly. Like um like some people go quads and stuff. And yeah. That, that's a big that's leg. Scary. <laughs> that's scary. But like, what it 
But that say like just before you said you you know don't know if you're gonna go two fifty or four fifty. Are you gonna yep. get a chance to ride both and go? I feel more comfortable on this, or is it more of a thing of Honda saying we got enough two fifty? You need you in a four fifty or four fifty? You nah, need it's pretty much on my own decision. Yep. Like um, like um, for me, I wanted uh, my goal was to do two fifty on it. So yeah. Um, but. Um, we'll pretty much make the decision when this and it's like towards the end of the yep. series of the MX National series. So, um, we'll still have a think about it, but we haven't locked in that answer. Yeah. Yet, so we'll what? It, wait. So what's the goal? Going back to Pro Max, what is the goal? Like as you said, you you're not quite where you want to be. Like where does where do you see yourself in um, this championship? Well, our goal is top six at the end of the ch- series. Yep. So, um, that would, we would be absolutely stoked with that. Yes. Like, we're not far off. We're at two positions and, um, they're probably 10 points different. So, yep. so obviously there's a lot of things that you probably want to change from the last round to the next round. What are, what are the things you, you feel like personally you need to improve on and things that are going to help to get that goal? Um, well, I've switched up my train a little bit more. Um, I've, um, switch with my trainer for Dale. He's I've switched with him last week, so um, he's jumped on board and decided to help me. And I'm looking he's, forward to. He's badass yeah, too, he by is, the way. He, oh, yeah. He's an unreal he trainer. He's a savage he man. Is. Um, I trained with him last Friday for the first time, and man, and um, a fr- and a freak yeah, talent too, dude. Yeah, like unreal. Like what he knows and the knowledge he knows is just unreal. And him pushing you out the tracks is just a whole nother level in general. Like yeah. So, like when we train, it's like full, yeah. full down. Like it's yeah. race day. But are you old enough to know Ford's career at all? I, I actually am. Like oh, yeah? was- <laughs> yeah, I get scared like talking about some of these older riders. With the, like I mean, Ford's not that much older than me, but like I feel scared saying, "Oh, you talk about this someone's career, and they just look at you." But it was uh, a very polished career. Heath too. Yeah, yeah. I like I I pretty much looked up to. Yeah, him he's in Australia. Like, yeah, he was number one here oh yeah for multiple years and um it was unreal and when he's um like pretty much said oh i'll come help you and oh. i was like yeah please yeah, yeah <laughs> like, jump um, on that. I, was, I sort of trained on my own and um like sort of i had dad for the help but um he's working a bit more lately so um we sort of needed someone to pretty much look at my mistakes and pretty much let me yeah. work on them so yeah um will knuckle down and then his next couple of weeks with Ford and yeah he dude, he was so oh man I've, I'm just memories of like Woodstock Honda days and dude I go earlier yeah, like I go further back dude like Greenwich Yamaha on yeah. 85 dude like proper yeah like because I said Ford's only like I think he's like two years what are you 30 uh Two, three, six. Yeah, dude, Jeez, he's got a bit of age about him. Yeah, Gee, I thought he wasn't that much older. Like I, like I remember, like watching him as a kid. I need the he's bad. I think. Ass. I think. Yeah, <laughs> Joe, I was about to say, yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah, he'll probably you'll yeah. get in trouble. So, for this. So, <laughs> so during the week, where do you do a lot of your riding? Um, private tracks. Yeah, I'm. I sort of been training with Gibbsy and Dobson. Oh boy, for the last. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, we have sort of been training with him for most of the start of the year, and then he'll take um, it to greatness. And then, um, <laughs> sort of, they went their separate ways, and then I started um training at like local tracks, like Willowbank and stuff like that. Yep. I was like started going to actual like private tracks, and then, um, but now I've switched up my training a lot more, and now I've gone to towards Ford's way so um, I'm looking forward to it like really we haven't had a solid week with him yet so yeah. I'm actually looking forward to, tra- yeah. to do so, so th- this is a question that I have to ask 
obviously you have a lot to do or, or you're getting support from your Reeves program, obviously being Honda Racing Australia. This year, 450 being a, a, a starting stone for you and going to use it a lot as a building building year. Is the overall goal to end up on as a, a full rider on the on your Reeves program at Honda Racing? Is, is, Honestly, is that the goal? That, that- is my pretty much my expectation yep. is and that's what I'm that's my goal at the end of the day right cool um, yep but um it's my like at the start of this year we, we knew it was going to be tough like mm. there's 20 solid riders in that MX1 mm. class and we mm. knew it was going to be tough from day dot so um but you rave like um he's Helped me out a lot at the moment. Like, yeah, cool. Yep. Um, we I, had him on last week, dude. Yeah. He's super passionate about he the is, sport. He so. is. He's super into the sport and he loves just the sport in general and mm. it's good. Um, but the um, that's my goal at the end of the day is be, to be on his team. Yeah. But um, I'm happy where I am. Like, um, I've got support and, uh, as much as I did last year and we're heading in the right direction. Like, um, with my results and stuff, we weren't especially like – Top 10 first round, that was my expectation. Mm. But um, my goal at the end of the year is the podium. Yeah. Yep. At least one round. Get one, yeah. Yep. 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 Well, if, if, I reckon you'd be go right. Yeah. <laughs> well, that was, that was my next question, which is good. If, if you can see this happening at a round, which round can you see Definitely. it being? Cool. Definitely cool. Because be. it was a double head and our goal at the end of the season is if we're close enough in the fight and run, is like close to like where I'm sort of sitting, I'm sitting eighth. So, if I can gain, like, sort of creep up on these guys and and finally hit it out, cool them, and then hopefully we can do something there. Yeah, keep building. Okay. Yeah, that's it. So coming into obviously the 450 class, give me one of your biggest surprises. Obviously that you you weren't aware of. Like, is it the intensity in the class? Is it the the sheer speed that everyone's got? What was something that from the first round you took out of the first round? And you're like. Okay, this is this is the real deal. This is something. Yeah. Uh the first two laps, like their yep. intensity speed is off the rails. Yep. Like it is like a hundred and ten percent that first couple of laps. Yeah. I was so shocked. Like yeah. it's never like last year when I was racing Todd and that, like yeah. them first couple of laps weren't spectacular. Like yeah. then then they just step it up again at the nationals. Yeah. And, and those opening two laps really set you up for the remainder of that motor. They do. Yeah. Yes. They do. Honestly. Like um we definitely knew we had to work on that from first round and um I sort of struggled with my starts at Canberra. Mm. They were a bit of a letdown. But um, them first intensity laps look crazy. Yeah. And we know we needed to work on them. And it's just pretty much consistency. Yeah. Like, well, it's like what we spoke about there before with the with the battle that Todd and, yeah. and Gibbs you had. Like you're exactly. aware like it's sprint and sort of settle in and then get your pace in and it's, then start building towards the It's consistency. Yeah. Like yeah. Gibbs is a machine. <laughs> like honestly, like at, at, I remember him at Harvey Bay. He was a good, probably the full back straight yeah. behind me. Yeah. And by the end of the motor, he was 20 seconds in front of me. Yeah. Like, yeah. Go, go. He but, charges. But go look at his lap chart, dude. Yeah. Like, go. You can go on my laps. You can get the lap chart. His laps are just like bang, 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 yeah. bang. They're unreal. And then, like, and then as it's like time to turn it up, drop, 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 yeah, drop, drop. Like, that, that is the part that blows my mind. How, I don't know how you can do that. I, I just go the other way. I was like, yeah. oh, so, so, so. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> not, yeah. Exactly, but when obviously, you, like you, you know this, Jai is obviously you're you're trying to in, bring your intensity up and keep going, yeah. but you can hear another bike behind you. That gets in your head, doesn't it? Not it. It is a head game, yeah. but um, I'm sort of sorting to take it now that I need to concentrate on myself and mm. stop 
doing like looking behind and worrying yeah. about who's in front of, yep. um, behind me. I need to worry about who's in front of me yeah. instead of behind me. But um, it's definitely if you've yeah. got like Todd on your bum, yeah, it's definitely no yeah. <laughs> but again, and not jersey watching as well, not looking at the jersey exactly. front going, oh, that's uh, you know, exactly. one of the guys exactly. you look up like, to. And at the start of the year at Harvey Bay, that was sort of me. Yeah, like I was like oh, Todd Ward is like, yeah. oh my god, am I, can I pass him? Yeah. Like, like he yeah. was gone. Am like, I allowed to? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, like that's all waters. Yeah. And but um, it we've made a lot of improvement from Harvey Bay. Like my fitness wasn't there at Harvey Bay, mm. and I um that was my fault. Yeah. But we've working on it at the moment. So, but we're working on consistency. Like these lap times is I need to stop dropping seconds and um. We need to get more consistent, and that's what we're coming on board at the moment. So, absolutely. So, we're working on it. What do you so got on there? We have a message on here from a Mr. Darren Price, and the message is Joey Walker is someone we are keeping a close eye on as his age and dedication is second to none. And the Ride Red team is always looking to grow next year. Top six, very, very possible. Yes. Um, <laughs> he, <laughs> so- like, honest to God, I. I didn't know um, of him. Yeah. And he rocked up to one thaggy and said, jump jump in with us. Yeah. Like, that's and cool. And that was a, like, I appreciate that. Yeah. 100%. Like, um, he's the Red Rider and he's put a lot of dedication in this sport. This, like, yeah. he's he's made that own Red Ride team and- I've heard, I have heard of it, yeah. Yeah. So. And it's going to go even bigger next year. Yeah. So, like, wouldn't be surprised if- it goes massive. Massive. It's, awesome. Cool. It's unreal what he does for yeah, the um, awesome this Red Ride team. Going it's, it's good to see someone believes in the Red Ride team and helping yeah. helping the sport grow. That's right. That's like, what, and that's what it's Like, if you're not factory, you're there. And mm. you, it feels like you're factory. Yeah. And it's yeah. unreal. It's good. Yeah, it's good. But, um, yeah, it's good. Ford Dale, FD41 was an absolute king back in the day. I remember watching him at Coolum. Yeah. Well, he was a Coolum bander, wasn't he? Yeah. Yeah. He was, he was unbelievable cool. Really, yeah. 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 Him standing up around them berms back in the day, Stupid. I used to drop my gob to it. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> Dude, oh, my God. Remember when he won his championship there too? It was crazy. Was that the 12th? Yeah. 13, 12, 13, yeah, one of those two. Like and I was like, he's like the motion dude. Was. And there was so many he made fans it look there. easy. He yeah. made cool look easy, and that's yeah. hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's it. But uh, all right, well, yeah, hang around for just a little bit. Have we got any hot takes? And then none in there at the moment, guys. Yeah. So get them coming. Get them in there. You can win yourself a pretty cool T-Dub hat. So a hot take. Do you want to explain what a hot take is? Hot take. Someone makes us laugh. Something really out there, really wacky. Uh, could be about anyone, anything. Make us laugh. You can win a hat. Um, just even just jump in the comments guys you got any questions for any of these guys here jump in the comments get it done if you, if you got a bit of dirt on that we can we can say it out loud let's do it for sure Stuart Young boys are killing it. keep up the good work love catching up during the week on drives absolutely yep. love it so I got a question for Bailey Right. Bailey. <laughs> Is it, are you awake? Are you awake? <laughs> Obviously, number, you were number 19. What was your goal for what you wanted to do this year? Was Pro MX going to be it? Were you yeah. going to try and be it every round? Oh, yeah. Yep. What's the chances we see you on a motorcycle? Um, I don't know. I just. That's <laughs> a tough Good question. Good gear off the bike and, um, yeah. Doctors say no. I've got people in my ear saying no. It's tough what, to take in. Obviously, what does Bailey in. Middleton say, though? I say yes, but... That's all I, I, I want to hear. I'm young. I may be stupid. I, 
I don't know. I got to give her some time, and mm. yeah, obviously, um, there's a lot of people that care about me, so yeah. I'm pretty sure I'd destroy my mom if I was back on a bike. Yeah, sorry, mom, if you're watching, but, um, <laughs> but no. <laughs> so obviously, the, the the love for it is still there, and obviously, you get to do what you are doing right now. Yeah, like exactly. we see you at the track all the time. You obviously get to live this, obviously through through everyone at KDR, through Braden, yeah. through Jai in particular. That's got to be something pretty special to you, yeah. Yeah, I love it. Like. Like I was down at uh, Canberra with Jai and I was pitboarding him and somewhat of a mechanic on that eight mil and ten mil T bar, but <laughs> I just it felt awesome to be behind the gate. Like I, was, I said to Jai the night before the race, I said, "Man, I am so nervous for tomorrow. Like I've never been this nervous." I said I was more <laughs> nervous to be his mechanic that day than I was to race. Yeah, like it was just something like knew that I haven't experienced and yeah. I loved it so much. It's, it's awesome. It's, it's a good time when you're into people there. Especially when you've got someone like your best mate racing out yeah. there. It's like you just, all yeah. you want to do is just, yeah. 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 You ride the highs you're, and the lows. With you're, them. You're, you're, well, it. literally, yeah. you're riding the motorcycle with them. Yeah. Basically, at the like end of it. the day, that's that's what yeah, it is. When you're working with them through the week and it's race day, it's just, yeah, it's all on. When you get the tracker out to make sure he's gone for his run. And yeah, that's the it. <laughs> These guys have got trackers of each other on their phones so they know where they are at all times. <laughs> and it's so bad they can keep an eye on their training programs. <laughs> <laughs> he, knows so when, he knows when he knows when Braden's at Macca's. <laughs> or me. I got so much time now. I just push and <laughs> I wish I had now. that. Hey, you want to come work at the Butter Limited Show? <laughs> yeah, we can we can put you to work. So another question I have for the both of you is obviously both good friends. Bit of a bit of rivalry. I, I I see you guys both play Fortnite together. <laughs> I have got the I have got the invite to jump on, so we are we're gonna have to run on, you know, do a do a trio. You in that lobby, yeah, yeah, yeah dude, like it's because it. I'm in the Motor Limited show, but who's <laughs> Who's the better? Me. What was the laugh for? Uh, sorry, mate. Sorry, I keep you from your gaming. <laughs> <laughs> Trying to hang out with my boys. The amount of times I've asked Nick to come play hey, with me is hey, ridiculous. Hey, sorry you had the chance to talk to your boy, Joey Savachi. Oh, uh, uh, well, there's the nerve, boys. There's the nerve, boys. There's the nerve. So, who's the better Fortnite mate. player? I'm Me. Any day of the week. Dude, it- do you want to go back and watch the replays? Eh? Like, hey, I'm I've watch- carried him to multiple games, but he's got like <laughs> one, two times where I've died, and he takes it on the like. He's like, yeah, I'm the man. Who's the re- who's who's the reviver? <laughs> Me. Who's the pusher? Well, actually, no, no, no. I push hey, when I first got- He's a bush camper. Are you, are, you, are, you, are you a bush camper? No, no, no. He's I, a bush camper. No. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah, yeah, boy. This is going yeah, down. Like, <laughs> he knows every bush in the map. I'm Rob like, Bob the camper, man. Bush over <laughs> yeah, here. but like I, I push people first up in the game and then- I die, so yeah. And then Bailey's like, "Oh, you're trash." Oh, you're trash. Okay, highest kill game, go. Thirteen. Ooh, spicy. Yeah, go. Oh man, I got no idea for that four. <laughs> <laughs> well, hey, I play strategic. Hey, just, strategic. hey well, that, that's the best thing about Fortnite. Obviously, it's uh, it doesn't matter how many wins you get, as long as you get that last kill, yeah. you're winning the game. You get the old victory right yeah, out of it. So I think uh, I'm gonna have to jump on with you guys, and I'll I'll update I, the I show might, next week. I might just I might just go and fire up my son's <laughs> Xbox. <laughs> let's cut, play with you kids. Let's cut to it. Let's cut to an ad break. We'll go to a quick game of Rumble. <laughs> <laughs> no, but. 
but we definitely will be going to the first. It looks like it's got a couple of hot takes coming through there. Oh, Whitney again. <laughs> but uh, she's trying to fire them up. She's trying to fire them up, that's for sure. Have the hot takes coming over through our ad break. We're going to take our first commercial break of the evening. We're going to come back with our second guest of the night uh, from the Fly Futures and T. Drew training. Miss Talia Drew Pimps will be coming up next. So stick around, support the advertisers that support us here at the Moto Limited Show. And we will be back after this. Nick Roos Systems, roosystems.com.au or call 1-300-305-709, our new sponsor here on the Moto Limited Show. What do Roos Systems do, you ask? They pioneer the diesel performance world within Australia and uh, with Roos Systems chips and exhaust upgrades. Now with new vehicle technology, Roos Systems can ECU flash tune your vehicle's computer to optimize the performance and fuel efficiency for more exceptional drivability. The team at Roo Systems with years of experience are at the forefront of research and development in the ECU tuning within Australia. Provide safe, reliable remaps while maximizing your vehicle's performance. Very good. Roo Systems has Australia's largest dealer network with over 55 plus performance workshops making Roo Systems the most reputable electronic diesel performance tuning business in Australia today. Roo Systems has tried and tested our remaps in Australia's harshest environmental conditions. This allows Roo Systems to offer the class-leading warranty and total satisfaction. So where do we go if we need that ute van or uh, bus? Roosystems.com.au. Get you tuned today and you will be not disappointed. Ooh, Nick, another new sponsor here on the Moto Limited show is Backyard Design. Backyarddesignaus.com. For the first time ever, you can design your graphics on almost every year maker model of off-road and dual sport motorcycles uh, with your very own computer or mobile device. Backyard Designs have over 200 motocross bikes to choose from in their configurator. Their all-new website offers endless possibilities of colors, patterns, and gradients. You can customize your own graphics with your name and number and choose your favorite logo of over 2,000 different sponsor logos and place them wherever you want on your kit. Uh, now, even easier to create your own motocross graphics with endless possibilities. Backyard Designs make you the designer, Nick. And uh, with their all new configurator, you can design your very own custom graphics and uh, without having to go backwards and forwards with designers and proofs. Another cool feature with it, with their new online design configurator is that we now have fully functional mobile version of the website. So you can design your graphics on the go no matter where you are. And who uses these awesome graphics, Nick? Dude, we have worldwide team riders such as Josh Hansen, Ryan Villapoto, Tyler Bowers, and Tommy Searle. Dude, that's some heavy hitters. Oh, unreal. So what you guys want to do is go to www.backyarddesignsaus.com, design everything that you want to get done, check out any last-minute essentials you want to go. Then when you go to purchase, type in Moto Limited in capitals and you should receive something within 14 days. You get your graphics and you get a 15% discount on those graphics also. So get yourself over there, get yourself the number one graphics that is in the world at the moment and you will not be disappointed. No we. Another new sponsor here on the Moto Limited Show for 2021 is Street Race Solutions. Nick, what are Street Race Solutions all about? Dude, performance game for anything with four wheels on it pretty much. These guys are incredible what they can do. 
man. I've seen some of the work that these guys put out. They do anything from Nissan GTRs, S and R chassis cars. They are all things performance and high-end workshop tuning. You've seen some of their work, Nick. Dude, some of these cars are incredible. Like the numbers they're making, the dyno, it's just, it's it's mind-blowing. Like these things will beat your Toyota Hiace. <laughs> That's not hard to do, to be honest. <laughs> but anyway, get up and see the guys at Street Race Solutions up on the hill there in Toowoomba. If you want any sort of high-performance car built, don't go past these guys. They are the best in the business. Go up there and see Stu and tell them the guys from Moto Limited sent you. 100%. Let's go. Alrighty, guys. Welcome back to show number 40, Nick. We've made it to the 4-0. 4-0. It's nearly 17, but a few more. <laughs> well well away from that. <laughs> Money Limited Show presented by Roo Systems, Street Race Solutions, and Backyard Designs. We've got our second guest of the night on the phone ready to go, Nick. She is brought to you us by Street Race Solutions. Uh, they're a new workshop into them that turn out awesome as street cars, anything from the Nissan GTRs, the S&R chassis cars. They're all things performance on the hill, Nick. If you need any sort of car built. Anything. Doesn't matter what car it is, a race car, a drift car, just your personal car. Anything with four wheels. If you've got an idea you want to do something with this, go see the guys at Street Race Solutions. Tell them what your plan is. Stu will give you an idea, tell you what you can and can't do and make it happen for you. Make sure you mention Moto Limited Show because Stu loves it. He was in the comments section there before. Um, and if you you can definitely not miss the shop because there is a massive... Even if you just want to go see the sign. The sign. It's like a public attraction. Tournament doesn't have much, but it's got a big <laughs> sign. It's the sign. So... Brought to you by Street Age Solutions. She is the number 17. Nick. Yeah. Team 17. <laughs> team 17, baby. Part of the Fly Futures program, and she has started up T. Drew training. It's Talia Drew. Talia, how are you? Hi, guys. I'm good. How are you going? We are living it here on show number 40 of the Motor Limited Show. We're pumped to have you as a part of this. Um, I had you in studio really early on when I started my uh, my own little podcast show and we talked about your your future plans and here we are. I think it's been 12 months since that, that show and we got you back on the main show. So, pretty stoked to have you part of it. Yeah, thanks. I'm really excited to be here. Just, yeah. Hanging out. So, obviously, we were talking earlier on the in the show about Warwick. Uh, you do double duties again at Warwick, riding in the women's class and then the MX1 expert class, two days of racing. How different was the track from Saturday to what you rode on Sunday? Because we've discussed it. It looked visually different, but you actually being there, how, how much different was that racetrack? Oh, it was insane. Like, a few people asked me about it and I said, pretty much the best comparison I had was the last moto of the day on Saturday was the same as practice on Sunday morning. Like, <laughs> the track was just that much rougher on Sunday than compared to Saturday. Yeah. It, it looks super soft on Saturday, um, Saturday though. Like practice was like, and you were first, I'm pretty sure, practice. Like it looked yeah. real wet and you guys were sh- like getting around. I remember the first lap time, Nick, we were looking at it. Actually, you weren't there yet. The first lap times were like- I was, I was there for that one. Were you? Yep. It was like three or four minutes and I'm like, holy crap. Like that, it was a, it was tough for you guys to get around. <laughs> Oh, yeah. It was insane. Like, the track was just soup, pretty much. You'd just go anywhere. There's no lines that you'd get stuck into. And racing with the common vets and women's, a lot of them got a bit scared of the mud, I think. And as soon as they come into it, they'd shut off. And so I got really good at changing my lines all of a sudden because they're crashing left, right, and center, and I was weaving between them. 
Yeah. How 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 do you find that racing in with the vets? Like, you, you know, you you and Taylor McCutcheon have been battling all year. You guys get out in front and just basically have the track to yourself. But once you start getting into those back markers, I, I remember watching one of the races and you were buried in about four or five of them at one time. And I'm just thinking that's got to be just mental at the moment. Yeah, it's just we sort of get used to it, I guess, but I don't really mind it. It's all right for the first few laps, but a word that I, oh, I was saying that I heard a lot on the weekend, especially watching Kobe's races and like bringing it into my, my own as well, is um, just thread the needle when you come to the lappers. Like I got stuck in a group of four or five of them in one corner and it's just weaving between them trying to get through it without getting stuck. Now, is it something you'd prefer to have a separate gate drop between the, the women and the vets or are you happy to be out there with more riders on the track? Because obviously it's improving the skills. It's You're getting to pass more people. You're dealing with more people on the track. Obviously, like you just said, you, you had to learn to change your lines a lot more. Is that something you prefer or would you rather having a split grid? Um, it sort of depends. Like Both are good, I guess. Like Racing just the women's, there's obviously a lot less of us and... So that means there's a lot less lappers, so a lot less people to get in the way, say, if you're battling for the lead yeah. and less lappers to sort of hold you up. But it does get a little bit boring, especially for the viewers when there's less people on the track. But when it comes to having a race where we're racing two classes together, I'd much rather have one gate drop because I've had a lot of struggles in the past. Well, ever since I've gone senior with racing vets and women's, if they do a double gate drop, they always put the vets out first and being one towards the front of the women's class, we're always coming straight into those slower vets riders at the back. And when you're trying to race in the first lap of a race, like it's just real difficult to try and get through them all. But if you have a single gate drop, I sort of get where I need to be off the start and then the rest of the race sorts itself out. Well, well, going back to the starts, that's something I've seen a lot on the weekend was your starts were really, really good. And... I, I think it might have something to do with the number 17 on the motorcycle. I'm not real, I'm not real sure. I'm just going to put it out there. But the starts, you, you, I reckon they were a lot better sort of this weekend than, than previous weekends. Is, is that something that is just it was just working out for you this weekend or is it something you've been putting a little bit more effort into? Because you were getting – they were good. They were, they were pretty they good. Were solid starts, they were yeah. solid starts. And obviously, even the positioning of it coming across, taking away the lines to, to guarantee your bike was going to be across that line first – is that something you've been looking into or is it just you, you're feeling it on the day? What, what was the go there? Oh, I usually get pretty good starts. I've always been a sort of decent starter. Well, I guess the last two years before that I was pretty average, but just like I've always, I always want to be there off the start and I've struggled a little bit lately. I think cool. I might've got one. If that, I'm not, I can't really remember. I got good starts at Harvey Bay. I remember that. Yeah. But yeah. the first race on Saturday, i I bobbled out of the gate. I'm not sure what happened, actually. I must have backed off. I sort of wheelied or something and lost that little bit of drive off the start. So I came in. Oh, I came into the corner, sort of second, and one of the vets on the inside of me, his front wheel was pointing at me. And I was like, <laughs> That's oh, not God. ideal. <laughs> and I was like pushed right out onto the top of the berm, and I'm like, oh, dude. <laughs> but, um, yeah, those second two races, I just got a good jump and a good drive and, yeah, put, like pushed over to the inside of the track and made sure I was there and try and, yeah, hold my line and hold everyone else out of the way, I guess, and drive off from there. Do you think maybe the the – 
the fact that you were getting better starts, maybe you're starting to warm up to actually getting starts on the 350 because I remember you on 250s, you were getting like amazing starts every weekend and ever since you've been on the 350, the riding itself hasn't changed a whole lot but I, I think on the weekend I saw as a whole, including starts, aggression while riding the 350, there was a big change I, I believe anyways. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'm sort of just trying to get used to it. Like, I've been on the 350 for the past year and a half now, I guess, and I haven't really changed my riding at all. But, I'm, like, the last sort of couple of weeks, I'm just trying to get that extra bit of intensity because I'm not using the yep. 350 to its full capacity. Sort of the only advantage I have with that is the starts. I got that little bit of extra power. But, yep. yeah, just uh, pick my my own skill up and bring my confidence. I've also struggled a lot with like a couple of niggling little injuries at the other rounds, which held me back a bit, but I was feeling good coming into this weekend. So I went a bit better. Yeah. Maybe a clear state of mind and a, a, a good attitude was maybe put towards the weekend. And that's what we saw. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah. You've got, um, you've got to to go in the sunny states. What's been your favorite track this year in the sunshine state series? Um, well, so far, I don't know. They've all been sort of pretty even. Toowoomba is definitely one of my favorite tracks. So I'm really looking forward to that round. But out of the ones we've had, I do usually like Coolum. But I had a bit of average luck there. And Warwick is actually really good. I've only ridden there a few times like in the past few years. And that's the first like race I've had on it since they've changed the track backwards. And actually, yeah, pretty. I enjoyed it. Even though, like, two different days with a different track itself. Yeah. It, was, it was pretty yeah. fun. Yeah, that's a go. Now... Yeah, that's enough racing stuff from you. You've you've had a pretty big year as well. You know, you've started obviously you you're training and coaching. You're working on that one. I spoke to you last when we sort of broke down your your career so far and what your, your plans were. You've now sort of got everything set up. You got your your uh, qualification the other day to be a, a personal trainer as well. How has this like last sort of six to nine months been where you've been putting all this together and you're finally at the point now where you can actually start using some of your your trades that you've learned? Yeah, it's been it's been good. It's a long time coming. Like this is something that I've been dreaming about for a few years now. Like been studying for at least three years. I know that much. Yeah. Like through tape and yeah, now that I've got my personal training certificate, I can start getting more into it and yeah, start building my client base and especially with my coaching. Like I love doing that. Yeah. I love passing on. Like I know I'm not one of the fastest riders in the world, but. I know a bit about riding and I love passing that on to the younger riders or even I've, I've clients that are older than me, like just yeah. any riders that want to improve themselves. And ultimately with my TG training, like I want to be able to train people on and off the bike and put that into one big program to help your fitness like around racing. Yeah. But yeah, I sort of started off with that. I've been running classes at guillotine boxing every Thursday and that's awesome. Like, there's a lot of motocross riders that come in, like Jai, yep. Bailey, and all that have been in there before. And they know my classes. They probably don't like them too much. <laughs> is is Jai a bit of a bitch or is he okay? <laughs> or, <laughs> let's let's, let's be honest with each other right now. The amount of burpees that kid has built up, like, at the end of the year, he's just, I think he's got about three days straight worth of burpees so far. <laughs> he's got a big grin on his face. <laughs> <laughs> 
he's sitting in the <laughs> background in the cheap seats listening in and he's uh yeah he's full of grins over there i i will i will go against you i've i've seen seen jai put some effort in so Ooh. i'm going against you on that one he works pretty hard for sure that's the way he does what he wants to no you're up. Yeah, he, he can put some effort in when he wants it. <laughs> when he's being pushed. When he's being pushed. <laughs> when he's got his. Well, do you, do you push him into doing your Bailey? Are you the, yeah. you tell him to get to the gym and get it all? Yeah, on the way to work every day, I call him about five thirty and make sure he's going for his runs in the morning and make sure he's he's eating the right things and yeah, make sure. What's he's eating sleep. the right things? What's eating the right things? Uh, well. Joy tends to, um, to eat some really bad food. Like what? <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> hey, boys, here's the bars. Joy, just put your head under here for a sec. The boys are driving <laughs> over at the moment. <laughs> Meanwhile, his trainer's on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> he's all right. He's been getting a lot better now, so he knows what's right and what's yeah. wrong. But, yeah. Yeah, in there. That's, well, that's funny. We had a comment in here from Josh Luda. Talia Drew, beautiful young lady, saw her spending some time with some little kids on Sunday. No matter how busy she was, still made time for little ones. Great role model for the girls in motocross. And that's something I hear a lot from other people as well. So that's that's pretty awesome. Is is that something being motocross coach as well that you, you sort of want to really push coming into the future, Talia? Or? Yeah, definitely. Like, I I just want more people to enjoy the sport. Like, motocross is a pretty small sport compared to any other ones like football, netball and all that. And the more young riders, especially girls, like, I've got a few young girlfriends. Like, if I can get them into the sport and want to race, that's awesome to try and build those female classes because at the moment we're pretty, like, struggling a bit. Yep. Yeah, that's for sure. Hey, Tully, we had we put a post up on Instagram today, us and seeing if anyone had any questions to ask uh, all of our guests tonight. You got probably the most questions asked to you, uh, Bailey. You asked a silly one, so you can you can leave that one out. <laughs> he asked if you can do whips. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, massive bum whip. Better than better than <laughs> him, I bet. Oh but, yeah, yeah. Um, your uh, we call him your boss, Ty from Guillotine Boxing. There, he wants to know which. Would you prefer racing the women's class or MX1 expert class? Oh, depends on the day. Like, I've had a lot of mixed feelings about racing the women's class. Like, yep. Just sort of not doing as well as I had hoped to and expected myself, especially from the last two years since I've gone senior. Yep. But racing the MX1 expert class is just so fun. Like, it's a whole different world. Those guys are just so much different. Like, I remember the first round of the Sunny State at Harvey Bay. I raced MX1 expert on the Saturday. So the first race I had women's on Sunday and I came back in and like, I got good stuff. I was second in the corner every race and I went, I think I ended up 10th overall mm. and I went like, that's just awesome. Like my first expert race and I was like, it's, it's just so fun. I've never had so much fun racing. I just battling guys that I've never raced before and yep. especially a lot, like a few of them are a lot older than me and, they just yeah they got a lot more experience they've been racing for a bit longer than i have and yeah it's just real fun no, that's the go. Now, uh, Sarah Woodhead sent three through, so she must be a big Team 17 fan. Hey, that's it. Hey, she's only human, mate. She's only human. We'll start <laughs> We'll start with the first one. She wants to know how long have you been riding for? Can we go to that one. Um, I've been riding for, I think, seven years now. Yep. Started at the start of 2014, and I started racing in about June that year. So, yeah. Nice, nice. Uh, biggest tips for someone who wants to learn t- how to ride, so... Maybe give us one of the biggest things that you would teach someone when they're first learning to ride. Um, sort of just 
go with the flow and have fun with it because if you put too much pressure on yourself to try and like actually try and ride, you get get upset with stuff and get busted. Just try and enjoy learning and the experience of it. Yeah. Yeah, and this one's. A, I I read this question. I was like, I I don't know how I would answer this, but she asked what the best thing about being a female motorbike rider is. It's uh, a good question. It's a great question. I'm sitting there going, I don't know what I'd say. Because <laughs> you're not a female. I think I got. I think I got a couple. Like, you go. Being a female motocross rider, it shows other females that we can do it as well, because motocross is such a male-dominated sport. And it, yeah, it shows girls that we can do it too. And it's not all about the guys. And when we get out there, like, especially racing with the guys, if you start getting out in front, like I did last year in the Codlin class, it, it looks really good. Mm. Like, when there's a girl beating the guys, it feels awesome. And yeah, that's the other thing is racing the guys and beating them. That's just, that's a really <laughs> awesome feeling. <laughs> I didn't think, I didn't think about that. <laughs> but again, I'm not a there's female. A, there's but. a few guys that are too happy with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's why I don't ride anymore, Talia. <laughs> <laughs> Is that what we're telling people? Yeah, that's what yeah. I'm telling people. Don't tell me. I don't want Talia to beat me. All right, I'm staying away. <laughs> no, neither do I. No, that's what we... I don't want to get beaten by the 17. <laughs> hey, we... <laughs> <laughs> you would pull over and cheer her on going yeah. last. Yeah. That was a good thing. <laughs> uh, Nick has like 17 different fan clubs now. He is like the the lead member of... If, yeah. you, if you run the number 17, Nick's instantly a yeah. fan. I'm just, just, do you want the mini plate, Nick? Could you if you could, that'd hey, be great. Hey, you know I'll what he you know what he really wants, Talia? Thank you. You know what he really wants? He wants a, an autograph. No, he wants a jersey. Yeah. Well, an autograph jersey oh. for the studio. I think we I think we need to make that happen. If you can get me a Drew <laughs> 17 jersey signed, I will put it up for those here. There's a, it can it'll even go next to the Bailey Middleton jersey. If you can make that happen, Ooh. we will hang it up in studio. But it's got to have the number seventeen on it. Just it's it's a it's a it's a union thing. Obviously, being the first fan club, it's got to have seventeen on it. Yeah, the first part of his number seventeen. One exactly. That's the only reason it's up. <laughs> <laughs> so I, think I think might be up to something out at the end of the year. We'll see. Okay, I'll I'll come see you uh, at Toowoomba and we'll. Uh, <laughs> That's not the end of the year. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll just help myself with the gear bag and just, even. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Peter and Glennis are there. Nick just walks over and starts raining and telling his key back, just looking for no, my I'm jersey. Print. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure we can make that happen. It's got to be signed, but so I can sell it when it's uh, worth something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you're terrible. You're terrible. All right, Tyler. We'll, 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 let, we'll let you go. We appreciate you giving us the time tonight to give us a, a bit of a breakdown of how you've been going and everything like that. As we said, we're going to have you in studio in here uh, shortly. We want to make that one happen for sure. And uh, and we might even get your brother in here and see if we can get some, uh, get some words out of him, especially after the way he's been riding this year i'll ask you this before we let you go how are you as a big sister you know feeling about the way that, that kobe's been riding this year honestly like we've had our differences over the years we used to fight quite a lot but i gotta say i'm pretty proud of that kid yeah. he's definitely done a lot of work over the last year and to get the ride with yamaha for this year and he's stepped it up so much and yeah he's just doing really well so Hats off to him. Yeah, he's going to take that little bit of audio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to that and play that at your funeral. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that's, that's a sibling rivalry we love so much. Uh, <laughs> no, but thank you, Talia. Thank you for joining us tonight on the Moto Limited Show. We'll definitely have you back on shortly, and uh, I guess we'll probably see you in Toowoomba. Awesome. Thanks for having me, guys. We'll see you then. Thanks, Thanks Talia. Talia. Cheers. See ya. 
Talia Drew. Got myself a jersey. <laughs> Excuse me. I started the jersey conversation. My boy. Looking after me like usual. I only, I only just let the 17 slide in the on that side, you know. Yeah. And as Bailey said, it's got a one and a seven in it. There's I know. I told him I didn't want that 19 thing. Like, <laughs> yeah, don't give me the 19. Really yeah. Fine didn't, today. Didn't, hey, could, couldn't no, find it. There it is. Probably in Harvey Bay Hospital. No, your mum went outside just started burning it. She's like, <laughs> can't, no gear, can't ride. <laughs> so I walked out and started, seen that, it would not be surprised. Started walking around the camp at Harvey Bay looking for someone that had a fire on the night before. Is there some coals? <laughs> can burn it. One of the nicest ladies in the pits too, your mum. She's pretty she's pretty cool. Every everyone with a surname Middleton in general. One hundred percent. Yeah. So, yeah. But, you know hey, what I mean? Hey, my yeah, second uh, family. Whoa, 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 whoa. Everyone? Everyone. Everyone. Oh well. I maybe. Everyone. Bes- besides Bailey from Australia. <laughs> or Bailey from Dreamworld? Yeah, that one. <laughs> <laughs> if you go to uh, www.motorlimitedshow.com, you can check out some uh, – there's a new a new uh, product in the store there. If you want to go check that out now, uh, it's pretty cool. I'll just, um, you guys keep talking. I'm going to jump up real quickly and yep. walk over to – Just pass the phone. Yeah. No, I just, just want to – So it's, it's a good time here. Like we're saying, uh, don't – what was it? What was that shop again called? MotoLimitedShow.com. Go to the merch store and you will find yourself a new sticker. A new Bailey from Dreamworld sticker <laughs> is available <laughs> on the website to buy. Get Terrible yourself a photo, but <laughs> you'll take it. Good looking guy, but hey, I'll, I'll get up dude, on screen, actually. I'll, I'll get up on screen. my ear out. <laughs> <laughs> you can, hey, we have people in high places. That's it. <laughs> Our marketing team. <laughs> they know. They've <laughs> seen it. <laughs> That's what I was talking I about see before. Now. Yeah. That's how quick we are. We got we got people see, that are on the ball here. People walking uh, working around the cl- clock. We do. Hey, we do everywhere. <laughs> You're gonna be stoked. <laughs> we're gonna spread that like <laughs> we're gonna spread I it like st- I want a stack of those. I don't even live at Dreamworld. <laughs> That's all he kept saying. I don't even live at Dreamworld. <laughs> I don't even live at Dreamworld. <laughs> you know what would have been even better if they'd have photoshopped like a Dreamworld. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look. We we kid we kid you 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 love it. <laughs> <laughs> it's only he's only getting payback because of you calling him Nick from Australia over and over again. <laughs> he's contacting my phone. It's Nick from Australia. <laughs> he's contacting I don't have time. I just go Siri. Call Nick from Australia. <laughs> <laughs> you know the funny thing, and this is serious. I get people that come up to me in the pits and go, "Hey, Nick from Australia." <laughs> <laughs> Are you? <laughs> <laughs> uh, big time, mate. Big time. <laughs> big time. And by the way, it's Moto Spy. <laughs> in my phone, it's Moto Spy. <laughs> uh, we're not going to go Good, that, Good anyway. times. Good what, times. What else? What do we got going in the comments section, Nick? We've got a, uh, a little bit of time to to kill here before we get to our uh, final guest of the evening. We're going we're to a bit more stuff we can go through. So, oh, Hunt, yeah, Hunter Kirkwood. Hey, Trent. Who won the first AMA Supercross race again? I... <sighs> What's, what it says on Wikipedia. I feel like it's right. Was it Jimmy Wynett? Wynett? I think so, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure it was. You are correct. Yeah, he, he tried to bust me with that one. I'm like, I knew that it was somebody that, like, have you ever heard of Jimmy Wynett? Weinhardt? Wynett? Something like I that. now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's what I mean. Like, it's not one of the big, like, yeah. you know, Bob Hanna or anything like that, yeah. but he was actually the one to win the first Supercross, pretty sure. At Daytona. Uh, another one we have here from Ben... 
Aris, I hope yep. I can pronounce that correctly, but John Gerke, Rising Motorsports, would be happy to supply the clerks with Rising Motorsport caps. So look at that. We're just putting putting deals together here, and that is the exact sort of people that the guys at Rising Motorsports are, the same people at KDR. It's just everyone here is helping each other. So <laughs> Bailey's already got KDR hats on the way. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's just texting down at the moment. He's like, make but, KTR hats. But like, like Trent was saying before, like support these people because they are obviously supporting the sport and making the stuff grow. So so, ah, Stephen Walker. It's not looking good, dude. Jai. He's not happy about Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, just, I'll just make him a bad excuse. Okay. Guys, he doesn't have a mic while we ask any questions. <laughs> he will be back in. He will be back in. So, John Gerke would be happy to. We support the people that support us. We might have to wear a different cap per clerk so we can be impartial, but I'll wear yours. See, look at that. It's just... Team just getting along. I like it. Making I it like happen. it. Um, Rising Motorsports and Gavin and Mel are happy to help. Look you at this. That. Look at this. So exactly what we like to see. Um, Bray Nurbacker and Bailey Middle need to be regular hosts. Hey, we can make it happen. <laughs> Who said that? <laughs> Brody Barton. Uh, <laughs> Big Brody. <laughs> Big Brody. <laughs> um, Damien Harrison. Jai. Looks like a fellow that would push back. He does. <laughs> <laughs> the look on your face is is, is quite good. He's, he's listening. Whitney Webb, the absolutely does everything for us, girl. Talia sounds like an absolute legend. That was a good interview from Talia. That's, mm. I, I'm really interested to get in here, actually, do a full show. It, it was funny, like, to li- like, going through that conversation with her to what... When I did that first podcast with her, she was so nervous. You guys would understand. And yeah. this was before the lights and the cameras and anything yeah. ever happened. It was in the front, in the hot box. In the hot like, box. It was- There's the hot ones in there, hey. Yeah. The hot box. It was the hot yeah, You box. did a couple hot ones yeah. in there. Oh, I can't- Bailey's been through the- I mean, Brayden's been through the works, dude. <laughs> He's been through every- The first live show, the hot box. He's been through everything. Whitney Webb, Trent should know how to answer the fem- uh, the question about being a female motocross rider because he is one. <laughs> oh, God, <laughs> yeah. That's- uh, Matt oh, Grills, is Nick going to race T-Bar in two weeks? Hey, if it's paid for me, I'll turn up. <laughs> if it's paid for Trent, he'll turn up. So it's just, <laughs> We'll be there. Yeah, we'll be what there. What you get out of us? If it's, yeah, if it's free, we'll show up. Hey, Nick, I forgot one of the front yards. What's that? There's maybe a ride at... Well, I'm not going to... Mm, hey? I need to word this properly. There is an internal Moto Limited Show ride day probably happening on Sunday. Internal. Internal. Hmm. Just because considering I'm not, I'm, I'm not doing a public ride day without any riding under my belt, because you know how Was said he's going to knock, he knocked a lot of rust off. I feel as I'm getting real. Where rusty. are we going? Uh, somewhere where some some younger and more inexperienced riders are going to learn to ride. Hey, cool. Mm. I'm down for that. Mm. That's awesome. We, we can, can do that. More women race. More women riders. Tanya, boys, you go, girl. Talia Drew, one of the amazing young ladies, and she has time for everyone. Exactly. I think I've seen her walking around at the pits. Always got a big smile on, always talking to a lot of people. So, the the comments are just, I've seen it. So, Josh Ludart, well done, TD. Awesome interview. Absolutely. The link is in there, guys. So, <laughs> if you don't want to have to go up and search the website, just click on that link there. Bailey from Dreamworld Sticker is there live <laughs> on the store. <laughs> While you're there, get a nick from Australia See, One. Get yourself one of these awesome hoodies. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of work goes into this. So, we do give Whitney Webb a massive shout out for everything she does for us. It's let's, absolutely hey, incredible. Let, let's do this, Nick. Let's do this. By when are we going to give them? How long do you, how long do you think we should give people to go and buy 
Bailey <laughs> from Dreamworld Stickers. Where are you going up with this? And I'll give you an answer. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna get some Bailey from Dreamworld Stickers extra stickers. Yep. And give them away. Okay. <laughs> but as <laughs> many, right. we're gonna go as many as people can go and physically buy right now. We will match it and we will give a bunch of them away. We will. We will have a whole heap of them. Come to Warmer Sunny States. Yep. You come up and ask for us. We'll have a back I'll have a backpack on with each. You come up and ask for us one. We will give you one. We will but make it happen. To, but you have to have bought one. Yes. That's the deal. <laughs> you have to go buy one to support the uh, Bailey from Dreamworld and we will have a bunch of handout ones to people who have bought one. And, uh, well, and while you're there, get, get some merch. Get it's going to get cold get soon. We've got this nice oh. little hoodie here. And we got some cool things coming too. Exactly. At a, a meeting with the uh, marketing chicken. <sighs> Good stuff coming. So, Josh Luter, remember when McAdoo went down more than a Thai ladyboy? <laughs> that, <laughs> that is a hot take. Hey, hot Adam slow. Middleton. Adam Middleton just sliding on in there. You know? <laughs> Give Adam a big wave. So, <laughs> I can arrange the stickers. Adam is onto it once Here again he there. <laughs> he loves oh. the belly for trees. He's like, ah, oh, damn it. <laughs> <laughs> Dad's in on Adam Middleton, another big part of the Murder Limited show. Mm, so, got big, cool things big, coming big shout too. out to those guys there. Dad from 40th place. That is Adam Middleton from 40th place. I've got a this is this is something like every round I go to, it doesn't matter if it's a if it's a club day, if it's a sunny state round. Man, when Adam Middleton rides back into the pits, oh, all yeah. I can see is this huge smile. Like, every dude, he is dude, having so much time. fun he out com- there. He comes past me and I'm like waiting to like get the the winner or whatever, and he's just like, woohoo! Every <laughs> single time. It, it literally makes me happy to be there with how <laughs> ecstatic time, he is. Every time. Uh, he charges through towards the end. He's pretty fit, so his last two laps is where he makes his- I love it. That's, I've, I've been meaning to for a long time. Yeah. I absolutely it's love- so, It's just, so much fun. It just, yeah, it's ecstatic. It's it's about as good as seeing, seeing Brayden leaning up against a fence with blood coming out of his <laughs> mouth going, I felt really good. <laughs> <laughs> I felt really good out That was there. really fun. It was a bit rough, but I really goes, enjoyed it. I was actually riding really good, and I'm like, "There's I mean, blood I was, going." Dude, that, was, that was my. I took more out of that second ride where I ate dirt. I took oh, more out of that. Than I was the first like, ride. forever the optimist. Oh yeah, I rode awesome. I felt really good. It was blood coming out of his mouth and everything. It has to be positive thoughts. Oh, dude. good. We love it. That's have what you've got to be. Move forward. Don't take it to go. We got. There's a couple of hot takes coming in there. Couple hot takes. The hot take: Honda reward Kyle Webster by sending him to AMA Outdoors, and the Aussies go one, two, three for a two fifty title. That's oh. funny, you know. Like that is something. I could see actually happening so that that comes into a bit of silly season stuff which I think we should probably go into you want, yeah. you want, you want to go into a bit of silly season stuff yeah so, so obviously we uh, we Nick love from Australia loves having his ear to the ground in the US at have the a, moment have a lot, of, a lot of calls over there but there's been a lot of talk at the moment um, if you've been anywhere near social media uh, the biggest news so far is that the number three of Eli Tomac will not be re-signing with, with uh, Kawasaki now this is something that we heard quite a few days ago and I said I was like no way I was like this ain't going to happen it's it's not possible then obviously I heard it from a few more people and obviously we got the press release from Kawasaki I really really don't like this idea from from Eli from so what we know from Eli is we're going to have two years remaining that Eli is going to be racing a motorcycle he signed a two-year deal with Monster Energy as an official partner so I think we can all in this room know how much Eli when the motorcycle is off what 
how bad his riding is or how much it reflects to him. Yeah. I can imagine that first year on board that Yamaha, it's going to be a lot of tweaking. It's going to be a lot of getting used to the motorcycle. I don't think the results are going to be that good. I mean, I, I can see what you're saying, but when we have a look at where he's moving to with that Yamaha team, with the KYB tech dude. Allegedly. Yeah. It's not signed, but allegedly. Not Continue. Signed. <laughs> Alleg- allegedly, yeah. Let's look at it. Um, Ricky Gilmore, he, um, he, him and Eli worked really closely. Mm. And, um, when, when Eli first come on the 450s and he was dominating and then he followed him to Cowie and then, you know, things changed and people went their own ways, but they've kept a really good relationship by the looks of things. And, um, by the sounds of it, Tomac's really eager to work with him. And I think when you look at things and you, you see that Tomac is loving the people who he's working with. Yep. He starts to love riding, and you can see his results start to to go well, ahead. Well, he said that many times this yep. season that when he's when he's enjoying, he's having a good time. Yep. See, I, I I read a little bit more into it, and I I think there was more issues going on with Kawasaki than yep. was um, allegedly said. So obviously, yep. with AMA Supercross and all the teams over there that have the first right refusal. So what happens if a rider gets another contract, they can give that contract to the current team manager and say, hey, this is what I've been offered. That team then has the right to say, okay, we're going to match that. So you can't leave anywhere. Happy days. They sign a contract. From what I heard, I don't know if this is true. This is just what I hear in the grapevine. Eli presented that contract to Factory Kawasaki. So this is it. Kawasaki were the ones that said, "Okay, cool. You can you can go do your own thing." Uh, that worries me because I, I I feel like something must I, be going on. But I heard that as well. Yep. So a good thing I can see, obviously, being a, a huge Kawasaki fan is Kawasaki now have have two million dollars spare in the bag. So now they can go get themselves another two riders, and they're going to have to do this. Kawasaki aren't going to be able to go get a powerhouse like Eli Tomac. So their best option, I think, is to get two riders that are constantly going to be in the top 10. Start taking some of them top 10 places away from from places like Yamaha, places like Husky. Husky going to run three bikes next year from what we know. KDM's going to run three bikes next year from what we know. Kawasaki are going to have to do the same thing. Well, you just said he, they can't go out and get a powerhouse. They don't need to. He's sitting right there. He has a nine on his bike and he's the baddest motherfucker on a tr- bike yeah. you've ever seen. Okay, but I'm just going from what I see. He can't, he can't, he's one of the fastest supercross riders on the planet, but he has not been able to put a season together, Trent. He, okay, okay. Take this back. How long did it take Eli Tomac to win a Supercross hey, title? I'm not saying it, but now this is the it, part. It, it's exactly the same thing. You're like, oh, you can't go. It took Eli Tomac four years to figure out how to win. But, oh, on a Cowie, yeah. not alone yeah, what he rode I a agree. Honda. He was a 250 champion at least. It doesn't and matter. this is the part that I, I sort of don't like is I don't want AC to then being told he's the man that he has to go out there and win a championship because AC, he's got a, a long, long, long career at Kawasaki. He's going to win a lot of championships. But I don't want Cowie to go, hey, you're, you're the new guy. You've got to go out and do this because that's not going to work well. well and it's not going to settle real well with him. You, you could say that, but you could also say when a guy loses a championship at the final round in Las Vegas and goes out and dominates yeah. a motocross championship, like that takes some mental fortitude to turn around and do that as well. Think, yeah, Even in that, so you can you can strength. swing at Savachi all you want, mate, but I'll die with the AC nine. But what's where's Savachi got anything to do with this? You just to say you will go to bat. You could say something completely negative, like someone something could happen. You'd be like, ah, oh, no, it's all good with the seventeen. I'm just saying, hey, you could you dude, could tell me. I'm Kawasaki black and blue. I, yeah. I hope nothing more than AC goes out and wins he'll, a championship next year. But from what I've seen, he can't stay on the motorcycle. Yeah, he'll fig- he'll figure this. He out. He will figure it out. Mm. But that could take many years. Like you said, it took Eli four years to do it. 
Yeah, but I don't. So think- are they gonna are they gonna go put all their cards in an AC and he's gonna go be the guy now? No, they shouldn't. They should exactly. Never. They but that's never. what's gonna happen. But they shouldn't. They need to break that mold. Well, they ex- need to go away from that mold. They need to stop having an A and a B rider. Doesn't matter when you got a Cooper Webb out there. When you got an Eli Tomac out yeah. there, everyone's got their A rider. Mm. Yeah. That's the predi- that's the predicament the predicament of the team. That's what there is. There is an A and a B rider. Yeah, but they, they just go and it. <laughs> AC will go out and he'll he'll figure this out. He'll be yeah, fast he will. in this outdoor championship. He could win this outdoor championship. And if they go to a three-rider team next year, you could put two more riders on there that have been finishing in the top five. There's a lot of off-contract riders right now. You put any of them in there with AC. It'd be the- Christian Craig, Mookie, and Savachi. They're the three riders they're looking at right yeah. now. And I mean, and but those guys- Christian are Craig battle. is going to be very determined of how well he does on this 450 outdoors. Yeah. I'll stamp right now. Eli Tomac's going to go out there and win this championship because he wants to throw this back at Kawasaki. And hey, if he has a big number one on that Yamaha next year, mm-hmm. holy shit, that's going to get him another million dollar contract. Exactly. And this might come down to just money. Yeah. All right. It's it's scary to think. And as you, when you start, you don't think you like that idea. Change is as good as a holiday. Like, go change everything up. Completely new bike. Completely re- it could reinvigorate him. He spent, as he said, we spent four years grinding out to get a Supercross championship. You know, go and change the bike, and it could just flick the switch for him, and he yep. could just turn it back on again. But. Or it could be the complete opposite. We have no idea. We're all speculating. But, I mean, there's another way to look at it for Eli Tomac. You could be just like, I just need something different. Yeah. Oh, um, I've got two years left and I'm done after this. Let's do it with something different, not with the same oh, thing. Okay. Let's go around this table now. If Eli, from what we know, is going to go to Yamaha, is it a money thing? 100% I think it is. I'm, I'm going to say it's not. Um, same. Just, just based on what... He's been performing like how, like the the way that he talks about um bike setup and how he's feeling during the weeks and on the weekends. I, I think he's just look he's looking for something different, a little bit of a change. Yeah, I think that's fair. And absolutely. I think he like um just from hearing little things, I, I think he just wants to be enjoying it with people that um he's dealt with before, and he wants to have a, a good environment. And you've seen with um Star with this uh, 450 team this year, they've turned that whole Yamaha. 450 side of yeah. things they've turned the tables there and they've made it a lot better environment you've seen ap turn the tables a bit and he's been running up there mm. really well so and yeah. from what we know obviously ap is going to go yeah. to the red bull kdm yeah. team now more silly season news from something that we've heard is obviously the monster energy pro circuit kawasaki race team i can apparently the team is going to look the same except for jordan smith and I've been told from a few people now that Monster Energy Pro Circuit Kawasaki are going to go after a star rider. If there is a star rider out there you, you can see Pro Circuit going for, who would it be? We've already talked about this today. Who would it be? It'll be the six. Why? Yeah. <laughs> because, he, well, he thinks he might be able to snag a 450 deal now that his, his whole deal to go to star was because he thought he was going to take AP's ride. Yeah. Now Tomax going to star, that's completely out the window. So now there's a couple of openings at Cowie, he can go, I might just go to Cowie now and try and sneak myself into a 450. He wants to go to 450s. Yep. He's just trying to find his way through. I mean, you look at it now in hindsight, it's always 2020, but he should have went and signed a Cowie deal because he had a Cowie deal well, and a Yamaha deal. That, you that, that was right. Know. He did have a Cowie yeah. deal, didn't he? Yeah, you're not yep. to know that this is all going to play out like this at the end of the season, but if there's anything we know about Bobby Reagan is he is like, just money is... 
no obstacle to him. He has got, I don't know where it's come from, how he does it, but he is just spending bulk money on people and getting the best team assembled he can to go and win championships. I don't know where that money's coming from. Well, it's got to be monster. It's got to be Yamaha. It's got to be a lot of money coming from them, but then he's obviously a pretty, pretty wealthy guy from what we know as well. But just, I want to go back to the, the factory Cowie team. How? freaking awesome of a team AC Christian Craig and Malcolm Stewart hey that would be Paul Stewart from that why? Paul Stewart from that put the 17 there yeah I, I no, mean no, no I mean, why yeah because you look at Savachi where he's been he's just well I, I'm not saying I don't like the dude and I'm not saying he can't ride but he's been sort of static and Malcolm you can argue a similar sort of thing but Malcolm's shown a lot more I would say a bit more fire in the belly in the way of racing. Sort of I, thing. I can see exactly what you're saying, but this is one thing where I'll always go into back for the 17 is every year since Kawasaki, Joey's had to be on a different color. You put Joey on the same bike. You put Joey on the same bike for for more than a season where you've obviously got his settings now. And as we can see, and I can can see this as obviously throughout this Supercross season, Joey's got a lot better. Yeah, I I agree with that. I I can see you you put that on here where he actually gets a full preseason on that bike and they've got settings to go from. They've got comfort. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, it's comfort and he'll be a lot better. Like I'm not – I love the guy as it is, but that is something I'll always go back going, to. Going with that argument as well, do we see more out of Savachi staying where he is if he did or moving to Coward? Yeah, we, what, what is the better move? And that's what, a great question. Um, I'm going to go – I'm going to go with – Probably Cowie because uh, Savachi had a lot to do with the manufacturing of how that 450 was built. They did more testing than you can possibly imagine. He has his lifetime mechanic at Kawasaki. Everything. When we watch him get on that Cowie, oh, you guys are going to think I'm just sucking up to the guy. That's not it. When he got on that Kawasaki, things clicked and yep. he was rookie of the year. Things yep. were very impressive yeah, just, I, from, I agree with that. Yep. just from what was put in on Savachi at the start. That doesn't mean that he's not going to be good on this KDM because he's getting a lot better on it. And I'm I'm a little bit worried because Joey is not a really good outdoor rider and that's what worries me and that's going to affect his net worth from other yeah. teams. Yeah. But I mean that your question's valid too in the sense of that if he goes if he goes to Cowie, that's the fourth manufacturer in four years. Even though he's going back to one he already has, it's still a different bike again yep. from the one he rode the previous yeah. year. So he's going four different bikes in four different years. The way to get yourself comfortable is to stay on the same program. So, yeah. and he's, but then you you go through all that. The one thing Joey's got at the moment is he's working at the 83 compound and he's working with Michael Byrne, who is an absolute badass when it comes to coaching and teaching riders how to get better. You know, look at what he did for Blake Baggett in Supercross. Baggett as a Supercross rider was yeah. good, but not where he, he was when there was a Michael Byrne got to him. He's got Michael Byrne in his corner. So, he, as I said, you, you got to weigh it up. What's going to be better? And, Go to the factory and I, like, I, stay in that. Exactly. I weigh it up as well with, obviously, Malcolm Stewart. He's going to be a Supercross-only rider. He does not want to go ride outdoors. Savachi, you're going to get both inside the stadium, outside the stadium as well. So, I don't know. It's like, but if I if I had to pick between either Christian Craig, Malcolm Stewart, or Joey Savachi, I'm picking Craig every day of the week. Oh, yeah. Craig, Craig's a shoo-in. I, when I said that about putting Mookie in there, like, imagine those three three different personalities yeah. under the tent, dude. That is a lot going on <laughs> with those three guys. It's like completely different people and they're all just like, you know, personalities of the sport. Yeah. Everyone knows who they are. Yeah. You know, Christian, 
I think Christian mm. is in his own unique way. Like he does obviously all the yeah, vlogs and stuff like that. His, yeah, his, but he does all the vlogs yeah, and all yeah. that. He has that whole different thing. Then Mookie's got his, you know, Mookie fever people. Then you got AC who are, you know, diehard AC fans from super mini days. Super mini so you yeah. got like this real weird like mix of fan base all congregating at one truck now. And again, another like another part of this Savachi puzzle though mm. is Savachi's lifetime mechanic, which is Justin Shanty, he is the race mechanic for the number nine of Adam Cincerillo. This year, Cincerillo's lifetime mechanic, aka Mr. Brendan Zimmerman, mm. has moved to factory Kawasaki. So I don't know. I just I see the pieces of the puzzle working too well, and people are going to say I'm biased because I'm a Savaji fan. At the end of the day, I'm just looking at the statistics, and yeah, I prove that. Whereas pieces, I say, yeah. Yeah. whereas Christian Craig was there, you got to take Craig. Oh yeah. Because I see Craig's net worth going going up. Oh, mm. Yeah. Um. Another thing, obviously, MCR Motor Concept Racing looks like we're not going to have MCR Racing at um at any of the the Monster Energy AMA Supercross World Championship. Looks like they're going to go Arena Cross. Now, Bobby Hewitt. Mm. former owner of the Rockstar Husky team, looks to be getting a team together. I would dare say that he takes a part of some of the Honda funding. Is that what we'd, we'd think? Maybe. Where, where, where else can he go? Like, he's not going to go back to the KDM family. So Yeah, but I'm just sort of thinking, well, there you go. Gas, gas was my second thought, but it's KDM family, That's isn't part it? part of the KDM yeah, group. you are you, right. You got, yeah, and then you Cowie. Cowie have never really expanded out to... There's a million cowies out there, but they're all running for <laughs> contingency money. Yeah. Um, so they don't really have one. And, you know, Suzuki are doing not much. Yeah. So, what, you know, what are you left with? Yamaha and Yamaha have got the biggest team in the sport. You're left with Honda. So just process of elimination, if he's going to do something, it's probably going to be on a red bike. I heard um, it was going to be, if it, it was going to be anything with a Honda, I heard it was just going to be 250 only. Is that, have you said anything more than that? Or well, what? I just think, a question I had to see if you- yeah, because I don't know, I don't know if Phoenix Honda sticking around. Well, I mean, yeah, it- that's a question I had also, like what, what happens there? Like they're a 250 only team, obviously. Yep. Phoenix Honda do everything, but they do uh, rain across they do yeah, like meaning I don't know if they're going to have a, a AMA Supercross outfit yeah that's yeah. what I mean but at the same time too you read into what you want to read into about your Reeves yeah. interview last week yeah. that we had him yep. looking at maybe on 450 only which yeah. will open up more 250 funding yeah um, and then you got obviously Chaparral team what's Michael Lindsay doing with the Chaparral team there's so many questions right now that are like good guy S- silly season in America at the moment is ridiculous and yep. I'm like I would love it to be like that here in Australia but it's unfortunately can, there's not the, the amount of rides can is. someone give me percentage pie a super percentage pie AP moves to Rockstar K- uh, uh, Red Bull KDM sorry what's the percentage pie he goes and wins the championship Ah, mm. uh, man, it's tough, isn't it? It's tough because I don't because I don't I see it as a sideways move. Like I don't see him improving a heap. But again, then my question is: I thought the same thing when Webb moved to KDM. Yeah, and that sort of surprised yeah, me. That's well. correct. That was the worst I, deal I've ever seen, yeah, and yeah. he went out. Yeah, but you but the guy the thing that you guys are <laughs> not looking at is that the. The Alden Baker deal is up with KDM as well. Yeah, that's mm. gone. So, is he going on to that program? Because that program, I believe, is what helped Cooper Webb a lot 
the bike was obviously part of it, but him getting that structure, and even he said early on, that structure and out and doing all that stuff really improved him. There's been many people who said that. Yep. Um, does AP, is that still, like, I, where I are we at with, with that? what you're saying. But I also, also look at um, Jason Anderson, who pulled away from yeah. Baker's back to him. So and well, obviously, now we're watching himself. Zachary Osborne do the same thing. A lot of Zach Osborne yeah. is doing is a, lot of, a lot of riding at Club, Club MX. Yep. Yeah, I, I see exactly what Trent's trying to say. And... Yeah, well, yeah, what, yeah. What, what does a program look yeah, like? I'm yeah, not so exactly. much saying that yeah. if he goes out, he's going to get better or not. Yeah. It's like, what, what is, is the program yeah, yeah. that he's going into next year? That's I, I would imagine <laughs> that's probably only going to be answered by Roger. And Roger said the same thing with Cooper was Roger seeing something in Cooper that he just used and liked. Obviously, it's the same that he's going to do with AP and he's obviously seeing his network's got, net worth is going up for it. Um, He's going to be race wins, right? <laughs> He'll be there. Oh, you okay? God, I just read a hot take on the screen, dude. It, it is savvy. That's good on him. <laughs> it's good. Like, I laugh about it, dude, because at the end of the day, when the dude starts doing well and uh, everyone jumps on and becomes a fan, every, you just look like a bunch of idiots. Everyone. <laughs> you just look like a bunch of idiots. It's so funny, but like, everyone gets savage on him. Like, I mean, I only get on him about Savachi just because he rolls up. It's the nerve that we flick. I actually, no, but I, don't, I really like Savachi. I think, I think, yeah, I'm I would like to see him back at Cowie. I think that was the best he'd ridden yeah. on the green bike, but at the same time, like, I agree. Well, yeah, it, it's like everything. You look at it from, you got to look at it from both sides and it's All like different perspectives yeah and like angles yeah and, and there's multiple different things at play and what is the best option and i guess joey's sitting down trying to weigh all that up if he has that offer from the green the green bike he's gonna be like well what happens when austin faulkner steps up well yeah. austin faulkner i think just got a lifeline yeah 100 percent got a lifeline but then so he's got a lifeline and kelly are like all right well it could be the same. This could be the same scenario for Savachi again if he goes and signs his cow deal and also Falker comes up and he loses a deal again. Like, he's got to look at yeah. that too. I think it's going like this. And this is the part that worries me because mm. I really don't think Savachi's going to be good outdoors this year. I don't think it's going to be good. It's going to be frigging hard to keep being a fan. <laughs> but <laughs> I, I, I disagree. I, I think he might surprise us. Yeah. I, I hope so. Honestly, I, I, I really do. I think. Um, well, I don't think we've seen him on a Kato outdoors. No, like, he, no, he's never. No. I think we maybe with how the bike is different to a Cowie or and Jap bikes in general. Um, well, I, I think we might see a turnaround, but yeah, he had, he had glimpses of being good on the yellow one. Yeah, yeah, 100%. and those things are yeah. harder, right? Dude. Yeah, they are. Well, I'll read this hot take out. From one Mr. Brock's leader. Brock, I really want to hate you right now, but you impressed me on the weekend, so I can't hate you. What has Brock said? Brock's leader. So, hot take. You'll like this one, Nick. Savachi teaches the Kawasaki team how to lose a championship in the la- in the last corner. And then Lady later went on to, he's already done that one. <laughs> we got that last corner just behind you. So, from what we can see, guys, there is a plate up there, which is off that motorcycle from that last race where he got cleaned out. There are scuff marks on the plate there from obviously... It. There is a there is a Zach Osborne Nobby Mark up the side. Plane. And this is like this is a story I can go into now. This is a story I can go into now since finding it out. Is Zachary Osborne and Joey Savacci are quite good friends now, which is something that really blows my mind. When Savacci obviously had his first child when he was obviously with the Monster Energy Kawasaki race team. Um Zachary actually come up to him, shook his hand, congratulated him having a kid, and apparently they talk in 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 detail now about having having kids and at the races. And <laughs> at that time, I wanted nothing more than to probably just cry at Osborne, but 
2017. I wish we got a championship. We didn't get it. It's, dude, it is what it is. Dude, it's like the most talked about finish to a race ever. Like, if, yeah. you, if you want to, and I mean, yeah, he's exactly. on the losing end. It. Dude, it's badass. It is badass. Yeah. Never, never say die. Yeah, but if you, never if say die. you're on the losing yeah. end of that, it sucks, but you're still part of a freaking sick ending to a Supercross yeah, season. Exactly It'll right. be talked yeah. about for. No, yeah. like, that's it. I'm just like, dude, it's stung for ages, but at the same time, and we can all say this hey, Joey would have done the exact same thing. One of them, right? All them riders should have done the Put exact same thing. Hey, Every, I, what I, would you do for a hundred bucks? <laughs> I'd do that. a lot of things. <laughs> That's what I mean. Fifty bucks. Fifty bucks. Twenty bucks is twenty bucks. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and I'll be the first one now to say that <laughs> is what it is. You know what I mean? Like it. It. it, it it's part. It's of just. It's a uh, part of that. Is why I'm a big fan of the guy. Yeah. It's. It it's is what funny. it is. It, it hurts. It's so, funny. Brock, secretly right now, I just want to tell you where to go, but you impressed me so much that I, I, I'm, I'm in your network. I'm, I'm a fan. <laughs> hey, I'm loving a, that, bro. Hey, Keep hey, it up. Hey, hey, there's another fan club starting. Any, any more fan clubs? Hey, fan clubs? I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> Nick's just got fan clubs everywhere. Nah, Brock, Brock did a great go. So, I've just been messaged. I've got a couple messages now. So, obviously, the first message I have here is if you guys go onto the website, to the store, there is a discount code on the shop for free shipping. So what you want to do from now until Sunday, if you use the code Bailey from Dreamworld, <laughs> you will get free shipping on these stickers. Yeah, on the Bailey from Dreamworld stickers. <laughs> if you use the code word Bailey from Dreamworld, you will get free shipping on the stickers. Jai Walker in studio, he right now is ordering up as we <laughs> And the second message I have is from one Kyle Webster. We are good to go with Kyle. Right. So what do you reckon, Joe? We can go to another ad break and I'm just gonna, probably going to go ring Sleater and <laughs> no, <you're not. laughs> no, no I love you Brock you did a great ride on the weekend mate so, slide into the DMs yeah. <laughs> secretly I want to cry and also Ford Dale just followed me just so you all know followed you Ford, Ford Dale just, just, just oh. slid into my DMs and followed me so Thank you, thank you, Jai. Nick from <laughs> thank you, Jai. Nick from Australia. Mate. Getting, the, getting all the uh, getting all the guys. Hey, Ford Dale podcast. We need to make that happen. I think oh we should. God. Ford, if you're still listening, you're probably gonna get slid in. Yeah, DMs are coming. DMs, <laughs> DMs, DMs are coming, bro. We got a, we got a lot of stuff to scratch the surface with you. But oh yeah, I got so many questions. Let's let's do our break. Yeah, let's go to the second commercial break of the evening, our second and final. Again, stick around, support the advertisers that support our show here. We love them so much we will be back with the red plate holder in the mx2 division nick we are pumped to have the guys at ktr apparel on board with us here on the moto limited show go and check out www.ktrapparel.com.au to get yourself one of the sweet shirts you're wearing right Dude, now these things are incredible the quality is just amazing but as you were saying we are pumped to have ktr on board uh for everyone that sort of doesn't know i think by the end of our motocross season this year people are going to know who ktr are they are they're a big big player in the sport here at the moment adam is trying his hardest to improve our sport so the way to get around and support him is by going and getting yourself one of these sweet ktr apparel t-shirts they got t-shirts they got hats they got stubby coolers towels they've got everything even an umbrella umbrellas go and check out the website purchase yourself something today and you'll be supporting the guys who are really trying to benefit this sport and nine times out of ten you'll see us somewhere in some merch 100 percent. go and get it now do it 
TCX boots have been a sponsor of the show here now for quite a while, Nick. The TCX Comp Evo 2 is a high-quality yet affordable boot that retails for $5.99. Features the their double flex control system around the ankle for improved support without compromising feel and their molded Michelin MX hybrid sole with micro grooves to evacuate water for maximizing that grip on the pegs. Go check them out at your local retailer or linkint.com.au. Used by Josh Green, myself, and as of the show a few weeks ago, Nick, you are now the ambassador for TCX Boots. What do you think? Dude, the boot deal was done. I'm pumped. Um, I actually wore them last weekend for the first time. Dude, these boots are incredible. Usually, I've, I've grown up wearing other side boots, and I was sort of a bit worried about these ones, but they blew my mind. These things are incredible. They are. And as I said, I've, I'm a very picky boot guy, but TCX have done a fantastic job. We've got it here sitting on the desk in front of us, and they are absolutely phenomenal. So, if you want to get yourself a set of boots, go and check out your local retailer or contact uh, linkin.com.au to find out where you can get them and access them and uh, get yourself a set of boots today. You will not be disappointed. No, sir. A brand new sponsor here on the Moto Limited show is Queensland Bike and Four Drive, or most of us know them as QB4. They are at 6 Carrington Road in Toowoomba. They're a family-owned and operated business, Nick, up there selling Kawasaki, KDM, Polaris, and now Gas Gas. And they're that family-owned and operated that your old man, Jeffrey Still, is up there. Dude, 20? I think it's like... I think it's like 26 or 27 years now, like my whole life that that shop has been around. I've had countless jobs there. Um, they've helped me with racing pretty much my whole life. It's just, it's, you don't really see many of these dealerships anymore that are that family orientated. It just, it's, it's incredible. It is. It's 100% incredible. Carried up there, a good friend of us here, friend of the show. Friend of the show. He is the, the salesman up there to go see. So, if you're chasing a Kawasaki, a KDM, a Gas Gas, or a side-by-side Polaris, go and see Carrot or Jeffrey up there on the hill. And they've got a wide range of accessories as well. These guys will help you out with where they can. Mention the Moto Limited show sent you, and they will definitely try and help you out with where they can. Hey, Nick. It definitely. Where? To 10 people. Where do we go? You go to 6 Carrington Road, Toowoomba, or go on their website, qb4.com.au, and uh, get their phone number. Give them a call and see if they can't help you. If you're not in the Toowoomba area, they will surely help you out in some way. Absolutely. So get there today, guys. Queensland Bike and Forward Drive up there on the hill, and you will not be disappointed. We are so excited here on the Moto Limited show to have National Lunar Fridges involved with the show. Guys, these are, as has been explained to us, the Rolls Royces of fridges. So if you want to get yourself a 12, 240 volt fridge, you don't go past a National Lunar fridge. You spend that little bit extra money and you know you're getting the highest quality. Nick, we're working for one here in studio and you are going to be cool, pulling out some cool beverages out there for sure. Absolutely. I think it's going to sit next to me and I'm going to be the fridge gatekeeper. You'll have to be. As I said, this thing is a Rolls Royce of fridges, so we need a bodyguard such as yourself there protecting this fridge at all times. <laughs> I think I can do it. All right. Well, go get yourself a National Lunar fridge. Go and check them out today, and you definitely will be buying the best fridge on the market today. Absolutely. Welcome back to show number 40 of the Moto Limited show presented by Rue Systems, Street Race Solutions, and Backyard Designs. Nick, we have got our third and final guest. We've left the and best to last. it's a good one, buddy. The best to last. He's going to be brought to you by Backyard Designs, backyarddesignaus.com. For the first time ever, you can design your graphics on 
on almost every year, make and model of off-road and dual sport motorcycles from your very own computer or mobile device. Backyard Designs have over 200 motocross bikes to choose from in their configurator. The new website offers endless possibilities of colors, gradients, and patterns. You can customize your graphics with your name, number, and choose from your favorite logo from their database of over 2,000 different sponsor logos and place them anywhere you want on a new custom graphics kit. Now it is easier than ever to create your own motocross graphics with endless possibilities. Backyard Designs makes you the designer with the all new online configurator you can design your own dirt bike graphics yourself without having to go back and forth without designers and proofs there is a 15% discount code through the site so www.backyarddesignsaus.com go make your graphics go to the configurator make it happen when you get to the, the checkout Moto Limited in Capitals and that will give you 15% off so bringing you our final guest of the night from Honda Racing he's the red plate holder in the MX2 division it's the number 96 of Kyle Webster Kyle welcome to Moto Limited show. Hey, thanks for having me. Dude, we're stoked to have you on as we were sort of talking about during the ad break. Man, what a start to the season you have had. You must be pretty excited with how 2021 started off. Yeah, definitely. It's uh, Well, from my past seasons, I don't even think I've... I've never really done too well the first two rounds, so it's a bit of a, a, bit of a different, uh, different year for me really, but no, it's been good. I, um, you know, it's still early in the season, so... Hmm heaps of work to do and whatnot and definitely to maintain it I guess everyone else will be you know trying to pick it up and chase after it so I'm going to try and stay ahead of the game if you know what I mean but yep. no it, it's been really good I'm I'm stoked with where I'm at and how the riding and the team and the bike and all that sort of stuff so yep. yeah like I said it's just uh, maintaining it and um, yeah trying to progress and keep, keep, keep that sort of intensity up through the year yeah, for sure. I mean, we started round number one in Wonthaggy, which is a you know, home home track for you now, a training base for you now. So, you know, after round one, a lot of people are like, oh, you know, this is this is the home track advantage, this sort of stuff, train there all the time. But you come out in Canberra and silence those critics, I feel like, with the, the one-one performance you put on there. Yeah, we uh, we definitely did a few laps around morning, especially last year. And then I guess this whole preseason, we... Um we had heaps of riding now, I guess. Not not really for the national, but just because it, it is such a good practice track, you know. Like, if it doesn't rain there for a little while, it's almost hard pack there. And then if we get a fair bit of rain, it's like, bam. So, yep. it's just, you just get such two different tracks all the time, if you know what I mean. Um, so, that's why we ride there so much. But, yeah, I definitely got that sort of vibe after the first round, um, which was fair enough. We have ridden there heaps. But, I, um, yeah, well, I guess I want prove them wrong and, you know, show that I can ride the hard pack pretty well. Um, so, yeah, no, that's what I work towards and I guess we yeah, put it on a little bit. Absolutely. I definitely, you silence the critics for sure. So, we've had Kirk in here. We've had, not in here, we've had Kirk on the phone. We've had Mitty on the phone. They talk a lot about this Honda motorcycle being absolutely unbelievable. Is that, do you, what are the contributing factors for this year just being so so good like that's why we could describe it the start of this year has just been absolutely amazing for you the factors for this is the motorcycle a, a big part of that what's the what's the changes that are just making this so magical well yeah of course the, the bike's really really good um it's 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 working awesome we've we've had like piney's come in and he's helped with the engines and he's actually built the engine so it's all built here now and um you know it's 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 the engines are running really, really well. Um, and then of course, like 
Christian helps me a lot with my suspension and stuff. So done a fair few hours with them and they've just got the whole thing working really, really well as a good package. And um, like the, the team's been unreal, um, you know, through through this whole period as well. They've, they've helped heaps and anything we wanted to try, they've been on board with. So that's been really good. And I guess just, just the program we've been doing, like riding um, with everybody each day and the Beatons crew. Like that's massive, you know, like, um, and our off bike stuff, like our training stuff with John Park, JP Sports Video, he, um, he smashes us in the gym and, and the off bike stuff. So everything just works really, really well together, like hand in hand, you know what I mean? It's, it's, it's such a big factor that I feel if one, when it's right, it's really, really right. So we've got it good at the moment. Yeah, for sure. We had, um, one of your former mechanics and uh, he's a big fan of you, Scott Lillis, <laughs> on one of our shows and he was uh, he was fully giving us the hype train uh, going, Kyle's the real deal this year and everything like that. So he's, uh, <laughs> he's fully got you back and uh, I've been messaging since he landed in Europe, been talking to him a few different things and yeah, he's he's all in on the 96 at the moment. He's like, this is this is going to be the one. So uh, you've got to be, you've got, to, got a bunch of good people in your corner and, uh, and obviously the beaten program as well like that is something that has been sort of growing throughout the years and have won some championships so to be a part of that program now you you know you can see the difference oh definitely i mean yeah scotty's unreal i, I wish we got to work together this year yeah. um but you know i'm i'm stoked that he got to go over to europe as well and um be with his fiance war and yeah. and you know that's where he wanted to be so that's that's good for him. I'm, I'm actually really stoked for him that he, he went over there and uh, got it all happening. But yeah, as for the as for the program, I mean, I came down in bits and pieces like throughout 2018 and 2019. I'd come down for a few weeks and do a couple a couple of weeks with Ross and that um, and the boys. And you know, every time I'd go back to Sydney, I'd be like, oh, it's so good down there. I learn a lot and. Um, I was just like, you know, I just got to make the move down here and and be a part of it every day. You know, just make it routine and yeah. I guess when it's when it's everyday life and you're riding with that every single day, you just you just pick up the intensity and you pick up all the little things that you work on and it just yeah make life so much easier. Absolutely. Now, obviously, the, the program for this year, you're going to be looking at getting these race wins, obviously getting that championship and becoming number one. The plan after that is Australia something you're going to continue to be, or is there a bigger plan for Kyle Webster? Is is America on the cards for you? Is 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 that somewhere you'd like to see yourself end up? What's the what's the long term goal for Kyle Webster? Oh, I would I would love to go overseas. Um, don't get me wrong; like I would really really like to, and, and it's something that I want to do. But I think with with the pandemic, and that made it definitely made it a little bit harder. Um, like a lot of the, a lot of Europe's obviously getting hit by it quite hard. So it's putting a, it's putting a little bit of a strain on the industry over there, especially the, the non-factory teams. Um, but yeah, no, I mean, I've, I don't, I try not to plan too far ahead if you know what I mean, but <laughs> I, um, take it a little bit as it comes, but yeah, no, I, w- I would love to go with these, but as for the moment, I'm sort of solely focused on, on this year and get this year done first and then see what kind of comes up. Yeah. And I mean, you, you went over and did some GPs or what you, you know, tried to do last year and you had some unfortunate, um, you know, injuries and stuff like that over there. Um, then you now aged out of that MX2 class over there, which, uh, which is the, just the most 
Uh, crap rules probably putting it lightly but uh you know did did you learn much being over there in the gp scene for for the little bit of time you got to have over there did you take away something from that oh definitely i mean it as bad as the whole trip went like it was it was going really really well when i first got there i did like three really good weeks of riding with the team and um it was all happy days and i actually went to go and do like a, a local like a it was a german national yeah and it was just a. Uh, it was just like, I just crashed and like just hit someone in the first turn and like fell over, but someone behind me collected me quite hard. Yeah. And it, um, they sort of hit me in like the side of the neck and the top of my shoulder and knocked me out for ages and, and broke the top of my shoulder. So Jeez. it was just such a small little crash, but I, I tried to take two weeks off and then come back and ride Lommel. So I was like, oh, you know, all the way I'm all trying to do something, but yeah, obviously that didn't go to plan, but yeah. And as in- much as I, as far as I was there and like every single day I was watching the guys ride and I went to all the GPs when I was there and just watched them race. I definitely, I definitely learned a lot by just being there and watching, you know, seeing what they do and how everyone works and, and just how different it is really. Like it's, I picked up on a lot of stuff and as, as how they ride, especially the top guys, what they do differently and how they, uh, how they carry themselves, I suppose. An injury overseas like that, that's got to be quite scary. Obviously, you got a language barrier, everything like that. How was that situation, obviously, getting injured in a foreign country like that? Oh, it was, uh, it was pretty gnarly because, <laughs> like, they, they, they didn't speak. Oh, well, I kind of, like, got hit on the track, knocked out, and sort of woke up in the back of the ambulance. Like, I was out for ages. Um, <laughs> oh, and they, they sent, like, a trauma team to the track and everything. Like, I had no real idea about any of this. And then... They, um, I was in the back of an ambulance and someone gave my phone and they were like, yep, you're going to hospital. I was like, all right, sweet. And then I, I get to this German hospital and I reckon one of the nurses in there spoke about three words of English. It was, um, and like, I, I thought it was just an ambulance. Like, oh yeah, I've hit my head. Like, it's all good. And, um, I actually got to this hospital and they wheeled me into this room and there was like seven doctors there waiting for me. There was heaps of people. And I'm like, holy shit, what's going on here? Like, it's not that bad. And they're like all speaking German. I can't understand a word anyone's saying. And they literally stripped me butt naked in front of everybody <laughs> in the middle of this room. And I'm wow. lying there like, oh, what is going on? I'd be like, oh and, shit, uh, this is not going to plan. <laughs> not what I was hoping for. It was, uh, yeah, it was definitely strange. And then, um, Oh, they just did some scans and that sort of stuff, and I um, they put me into like a room. But yeah, no, no one could really tell me much until the, the guy, the, the guy from the team actually got there and he could speak English and he told me what was sort of happening. Dude, that's that is insane. That's like the thing that I mean, we don't think about. Yeah, go race GPs, it'd be cool overseas, all that. Sort of, but then, yeah, when you get an injury and you, there's no English and you you're trying to figure out what's going on, you hear some of the crazy stories of different people. Like, <laughs> I mean, we've heard Ferris one about when he did his leg yeah. and, oh the, in brazil yeah that's oh. oh that's i get like shivers down my spine thinking about that one but uh yeah, oh, yeah. that's scary it was it wasn't even something that i really thought about until i was in the situation i was like oh, it's gonna go really badly yeah <laughs> for sure hey one thing i want to touch on with you you obviously got to represent australia in the uh motocross the nations a couple of years ago did that experience itself must have been pretty rad to to go and represent your country and you know not not many people get to do that yeah that was awesome that was something that i'll remember forever like that was i still to this day like i know it wasn't probably one of the biggest nations um yeah. as far as the weather and whatnot and, and where it was held but 
it was sick. Like, I, it was just raining so much. And I, I feel like that brought, like, the really, really hardcore fans, if you get what I mean. Like, they yeah. were standing there in, like, the pissing rain just loving it. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, it, it, was, it, was, it was cool. Yeah, man, it must have been, like, yeah, like, that track looked beat too and you guys were actually killing it at one point there and then it was it you that got stuck or was it Duffy that got stuck in that corner <laughs> no that was me I um I, was right I forgot about that yeah. yeah I was like man I'm, I'm sure I'm the two first 250 at the moment I was like yeah and then yeah. yeah I just went in I just went into this one turn and it it literally just sucked my front wheel in like when when someone someone had to help me get my bike out and it like it was fully sucked in. It was it was strange, but yeah. And then the next lap you come around and you can get through that easily. It was yeah. it was bizarre how how soft it was and like because obviously that was just like it was like building sand, just put on a big concrete pad. Yeah. So um yeah, it was gnarly though. The jumps and everything were just yeah. they were prepped everything before every single race and it would you'd be nearly sitting down riding around it by the end of the yeah. day. So wild as that. <laughs> yeah. And it was a pretty, it was a pretty crazy story how like that Australian team got put together. There was like a lot of changes late with injuries and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's how you got the call up, wasn't it? It was kind of like everyone was sort of, yeah. things were going crazy and then, you know, next minute it's like Cole Webbs is going and you, you would have been like, yep, I'm, I'm there. Where, where do I have to go? <laughs> put me at the airport. Yeah, it was literally it. I was just like, "Yep, let's do it. That'll be cool." Um, I managed to get a, I managed to get a few weeks' notice before I uh, knew. So I just pretty much went from riding from Supercross to trying to find the sandiest place as possible and yeah. just go and ruin some bikes in there <laughs> before we left. <laughs> well, that sort of brings me back, Supercross. Your thoughts on Supercross? Do you do you see yourself more as a Supercross guy or a motocross guy? I think I remember 2016 Aussie Open. You beat yeah. you beat Villapoto and Reed in that shootout, right? <laughs> De- yeah, well, I, I I genuinely really really like Supercross. I just yep. haven't had the best sort of run. Like, um, I broke my back really badly in 2017. Had back as Marsh Supercross. Yep. Um, which sort of put a little bit of a, a dent in it for me. And then, like coming into 2018, I was like still super nervous about it. Obviously, like I um I was yeah like I. I lost feeling and everything in my legs for a little while. So it was, it was pretty scary. And then 2019, I was like, yeah, I'm keen. I was like ready to go. And obviously the nations, nations came up before it. So I, I reckon throughout that period, I did about five or six days of riding. So I, I didn't do very much supercross practice at all, which is, which is hard going from riding on the beach to straight up Brisbane indoor. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, not, not many people can say they've, they've beat Reed or Ryan Villapoto on a supercross track. <laughs> so even if it's one lap, Kyle, you take yeah, that, you take lap, that and run it, with it, mate. It. You take that and yeah. run with it, mate. <laughs> Exactly, but no, I, I really look for, I really enjoy it, and I really do look forward to it. Hopefully, uh, at the end of this year. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully, we have it back. Get to get to see where you're at with that, and uh, as well, that will kind of help build that resume for you if you do want to, you know, take this thing overseas and and get that ride in the US. Um, yeah, definitely. Putting a good Supercross season on the back of what you've started here already in motocross. Uh, couple, yeah. Couple more before you go, Kyle. F- you know, you've done two rounds of Pro Max. We've got um, well, we've got six left to go, seven left to go. What What are you looking forward to most? What track are you looking forward to most? Obviously, one thing you've been the one you spent a lot of laps. Song, but is there anything coming up that you you got your eye on? Uh, in all honesty, like I I really like Gilman. Yep. Um, I like Maitland quite a lot. Yep. We 
we did one day of riding at the start of this year at uh, Albury as well when we were heading up to go and race. Actually, at Canberra, we did the East Coast race there. So yeah, yeah. That was a pretty cool track. Like, I, I really like cool ones. Like, that's a cool track. That's probably the one that I'm looking forward to most. But I actually do enjoy all of the ones that are coming up too. Yeah. So there's no, there's not really a track on, on the list that I'm like, oh, I'm not really keen for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, that is that is scary for the rest of the competition when you're uh, keen on every track coming up. <laughs> yeah, that, that, that's scary. <laughs> Very scary for the rest of the competition. Okay. No, I think it'll be good. And they've got some good tracks uh on the schedule with you. Yeah, 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 cool. Hey, Kyle, I got a question. Yeah. Um, going back to like um, having your mechanic move overseas and all that sort of stuff yeah. going on. Um, new mechanic, Brownie, Craig Brown. Um, how's yeah. that going for you? We're, uh, a lot of the boys in studio here, we, we're all um, close mates with Brownie and we all love him. He's a character to be around. I was just wondering what that yeah. relationship's like with you two guys. No, yeah, no, he's awesome. He's uh, he's probably one of the most easygoing people I've ever met in my life, I reckon. Yeah, um, he's awesome. Yeah, he's, he's really good on race days. Like, oh, you want to change anything? I'm like, no, he's all right. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, dangerous to the competition. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Nah, he's uh, Craig's really good, and he's um, you know, anything that we need to do, he's ready to go. So he's been he's been really really good. Um, like I said, as much as I would have loved to have worked with Scott this year, he uh, he's definitely filled the spot well. Um, between him and him and Piney, Piney coming on board, it's it's a pretty good team at the moment. <laughs> yeah, that, that's good to hear. That, that is it. And with Brownie putting on uh, Gibbsy's graphics on Sunday yeah, morning right, before, yeah. before the sunny state we just had on the weekend, he's like, he looks over and gives his bike's got no stickers on. He's like, well, looks like I'm going to put some stickers on. Just runs <laughs> over, and starts putting stickers on. Like big team player, that's for sure. And that's yeah, what that's you awesome. want to yeah, on your side. He is. Yeah, that's nah, he's awesome. I enjoy being around him a lot. That's he's it. very, very stressed. Free. It's good. Yeah, that makes it easy for you on the weekend. Hey, Kyle, we won't take you too much longer, mate. You've been uh, doing the media rounds tonight. We appreciate you giving us the time here on the Moto Limited show. Hopefully, we can have you back on here later on through the series and maybe when you guys make your way up here to Queensland, we may be able to get you uh, in the studio here and, and break down a, a bit more of your background of your career there's a lot of there's a lot of stuff i had yeah the there's bag. a lot of stuff i'd like to go oh, deep yeah. on <laughs> i was like if we had if we had an hour and a half to two hours of Carl webs i had a lot of stuff coming your way so uh, we don't want to take up too much yeah. of your time tonight it's getting pretty late uh but do we appreciate you for giving us the time no not at all thank you very much for having me on i, I enjoyed a lot it's good good to talk to you guys excellent all right we'll talk to you soon Carl. Yeah, thanks, Heath. Thanks for having me again. And, um, yeah, we'll hopefully catch up in Queensland. Cheers, bud. Awesome. Thanks, Kyle. Cheers. Thanks, thanks, guys. Yeah. Dude, he is like – that's the first time I've ever spoken to Kyle, dude, and he is easy to talk to. When you have a when you have a top – yeah, top level ride like that, it's just easy to have a conversation with. Yeah, that's that, cool. That's rad, dude. And, and as I said, doing the research for this thing, I'm just like, oh, that's sick. Oh, that's sick. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah we, we didn't even touch on – the nah. teams he's been on, the different things nah. he's done, you know, not like that. There's a lot to yep. there's a lot to his GP time that he had, even though it was short. A lot happened in that span, and like I just want to go deep on that. That, that in itself was an interesting, yeah. Like it, even it, representing Australia, doing all that. That's uh, yeah. There's a lot. There's a lot there. We we scratched <laughs> yeah. the surface, of which is the, which is the worst thing. We're like we get these guys for 20 minutes or that uh, was it 25 minutes or whatever it was. And you got to sort of just skip over all these things. But hopefully, like Jen was saying, once we get to Queensland, we got these guys. We can get them in here and do some, do some even if it's just some stuff during a night. We can record some stuff mm. and. 
I'd, I'd love to do it. There's so many dudes I'd like to go over with and yeah, have a conversation. That's for sure. Break it down. But uh, Joe, you're very, very quiet through that one there, mate. You just yeah, taking yeah, it all this hard off and <laughs> just pretty much took it. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, yeah, we, we had a lot. We no, did a lot good. of work for that. Yeah, one, it was good to see what he said about all that stuff. And yeah, he and as I said, like the dominance he's displayed so far this year. And yeah, we talked about it. We're like, well, what Thaggy? We know he's done a lot of laps around there. He's done a lot of training. Saying know. that. Larwood surprised me. Larwood's been, dude. Dude, he was sick. And we actually, after breaking down camera, we got to see that footage of him and Bud. That was nasty. Mm. Have you seen that? Fucking yep. oh, that move was heavy that was, too. Yeah. That was Nick talks about low percentage players. That was very low percentage. That one. Yeah. It was funny. Like even in the comments, we had both people, both sides of the story, saying each other was at fault. And after I watched that video, I was just like. How can you see it the opposite way? Mm. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yeah. I mean, if you're a fan of someone, you're always going to see yeah, yeah, it. Yeah, you know, have the blinders on. <laughs> that is for sure. But, man, we... <laughs> He's funny. But no, we appreciate Kyle for giving us the time. We obviously appreciate Tyler for giving us the time. Joy, you're, you're in studio here. Yes. Appreciate Unreal. you coming Sick. in. Sick. He's, I'll come back. I'll come yeah. back next week. Yeah. <laughs> Light me up. I'll be here tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I won't be. <laughs> Some of us have to go to work tomorrow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you got writing to do. Uh, Nick, we get any uh, comments section? We've got to give give away these two hats we we sort of had to cram in that last part of the show we thought we were having a cruisy night and then all of a sudden all the interviews yeah, come at us and we uh yeah that's a good, good question from darren mayer you might actually be able to answer this guy <laughs> obviously um how many bikes would kyle go through in a season good question i you know what i asked that to Bernie last um a couple of weeks ago actually he, He's already on a new bike from round one, one thing. Yeah. yeah. But I think it's not too many. I think it, um, practice bikes, you roll them over heats. But yeah. race bike, it's only like two to three. Yeah. They get, you'd think they'd get a couple rounds out of yeah. a Easy, bike yeah. and then rotate and then, them yeah, over. Yeah. Roll, then that'll turn into a a um, pracky bike, pracky bike yep. and you get you know and then the same thing like end of the year I'm pretty sure they go doesn't your race bike become your supercross practice bike or something like that that's yeah. how they yeah, yeah. that's yep. normally how they put it all together yeah. so your usual program how many days a week would you ride at the moment I haven't been doing too many like I've only been training probably three three to four yeah but um, I've been pretty cruisy on it. But um, on this with Ford, he's bumped us up to back to four to five days. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, obviously, it's the bum time that I've been lacking a little bit. So mm. I'm gonna get that up and hopefully we can show you something a little bit better. <laughs> Absolutely, start <laughs> churning through some bikes, yeah. <laughs> chewing it through a few. Yeah. Well, we got to give away some hats tonight, Nick. Do the the guys uh, from T Dub AU and also the KTR hats. I've seen a couple of hot takes in there. We got to give a couple of hats away. You got to find someone, pick someone at random, Nick, through there that are going to win themselves some hats. Massive thank you to Adam Middleton for hooking us up. Sends me a message today. He goes, "Do you want some hats to give away?" I was like, 
Sure. <laughs> and I would love some hat for my head as well. <laughs> and sure. <laughs> Maybe we just keep the hats. And Bailey. <laughs> and I was like, I was going to say, send him up with Bailey. And I realized Bailey's already at work and yeah. he's been working around here lately. So, Damn, this neck staying, at, staying at Braden's house tonight. Staying at Matapilly and yeah, getting like, no sushi. That's, that's <laughs> going to be scary. <laughs> no sushi in Matapilly, mate. No sushi in Matapilly. Uh, hopefully, we got a show title out tonight. There's a lot of, uh, lot of good stuff going on now. Uh, voiceover chick she's told her to keep an ear out because i knew this one would there'd be a lot of funny stuff and we would not be keeping track of any of it yeah. for a show title um but that well it looks like i found our winner for this evening so yeah so do i <sighs> 235 hang on that is a drop so so what, what's the drop though <laughs> um, no, it will be Brody Barton. I'm sorry if I got that wrong, dude, but hot take. AC9 goes out, wins the outdoor championship, wins over Nick's opinion about him. I'm with Trent. AC is the man. Brody, I agree with you, mate. That is a hot take, so the chances of it happening are pretty slim. Oh, you, you, I'm with Brody. I'm with Brody. You yourself, mate, have just won yourself a wonderful T-dub hat straight off the head of Bailey Middleton. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one, that one. So, Brody Button, if you are still listening, maybe you listen during the week, shoot us a message with your with your details, your address, everything like that. We will get them out to you as well. Luke Hughes, if you're still listening as well, there is a t-shirt coming for you as well. That is, yeah, that's something that's organized. It's been, yeah. Been on delay. Been on delay, but it's all organized, mate. So, that'll be heading out to you as well. So, Brody Button, the winner. We got a KTR hat as well, so we need one more. Two hats to give away. You're not keeping <laughs> the hat. Yeah. 26. It was, it was Rising just- Motorsports. <laughs> <laughs> He's not catching <laughs> Who invited you? <laughs> there's not there's nothing else. He's gotta win. He's got to make it happen. Nick's scrolling through. Brock Slater, he's won himself a hat, and I'll personally deliver the thing. <laughs> <laughs> Brock Slater, you have won a KTR hat. Thanks to guys at KTR Apparel. Go and check out the. Uh, yes. Uh, go and check out the KTR.com.au website. All the apparel there. KTRapparel.com.au. Nah, I'll get it. I'll get around here. Check out the apparel. They've got shirts, t shirts, hats jumpers, all the stuff, these awesome team shirts that uh, Braden's got on a studio in here. They have them up there as well. Heaps of stuff going on um, thanks to that. And then obviously the TWAU, the gear looking absolutely fire on the weekend, the new stuff. Go and check that out. We uh, we appreciate that. All right, guys. So, we have some show title ideas that I think us as a collective group can go through. So, I'm going to read them. And when we find one we like, let's go for it. So, show title ideas. You, you've got Toddy on your bum. That's one. <laughs> Are you a bush camper? <laughs> one of my personal favorites. <laughs> Is Jai a bit of a bitch? <laughs> it's a union thing. They stripped me butt naked. Uh, There's so many dudes I'd like to go over with. <laughs> <laughs> and it's bum time I've been lacking. <laughs> Lot of, what, I bail. told you, I told you there's some absolute, there, there, I knew there was going to be some things in this. Oh, Closest so, <laughs> is on me. <laughs> All right. So w- which one are we going, boys? Uh, it's bum time I'm lacking. It's bum I'm time loving, I'm lacking. I'm loving yeah. that. Collective, we got it? 
Uh, yeah, dude, I want to name them all those. They're so good. Every <laughs> single one so of them. Yeah, well, this, uh, no, this. <laughs> oh, I love when I get to read the comments for you guys and I get to laugh. But no, this this show had a lot of potential. I had a lot of people saying, hey, you get all these three guys in here. It's going to be a good time. And I've, I've really enjoyed this. I, we've got to do this again yeah. with you three guys. It's, I, it's really, really good. I'm actually bummed that we don't have a third seat, like a third co-host position. And we could have sat all three of them together yep. and just switched our mics off and walked away for 35 minutes and just listened to the dribble we had at dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Just let him go. Probably some incriminating evidence on themselves. <laughs> but uh, no. Scary business. No, we, we appreciate you guys for coming in. We better wrap this one up. This has been show 40 of the Motor Limited show brought to you by Rue System Street Race Solutions and Backyard Designs. We obviously can't do this without our partners that help out with this. National Lunar Fridges. They're pretty good fridges. The Rolls Royce of fridges, Trent. How yeah. good? Are they, hey, did those beers we had on Saturday come out of a roll? Uh, the roll. <laughs> The National Lunar Fridge. Dude, they were free. You know what I, love, I loved about that is like I obviously just walked out and sat free. in the back of your van. It, <laughs> they were free. But Adam actually didn't have to ask me if I wanted one. I just seen beers getting handed out. I just leant forward, <laughs> made eye contact with Adam, and then there was a beer just come to me. And then I don't know who I handed the beer to to try and... Was that you? I gave him this beer. I gave him this beer to try and open because didn't have I didn't have the opener. RG17? How's he know how to open a beer? Well, he yeah, doesn't. Yeah. He, he pretty much just went like that on the tow bar, and I was just like, whoa, whoa I actually want to drink that thing. He's <laughs> spitting glass out of it. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah, National Lunar Fridges. Go get them a 240 12-volt fridge for your vehicle. If you want the best in the business, go and get National Lunar. KDR Apparel, obviously giving away the hats uh, to this evening. Yeah, you're welcome, bro. Thank you to them. <laughs> TCX Booze, we had our boot deal. We gave that away. We have a, we have a pretty sweet uh, prize coming up next month for our giveaway. We're going to announce that in their coming shows. Queensland Black and Four Drive, go to Toowoomba, check them out. If you can't get to Toowoomba, just call up the team there and have a chat to them. They will help you out if you need a gas gas, a Kawasaki, a KDM, or a Polaris. Polaris. Hey. Go, yeah, I'm, I'm, <laughs> I don't know what's going on right now. I'm stuttering a bit. Go and check them out. Talk to Carrot and the team. Corey in the spares when he's in there. And so, Was Nation highly recommends Corey when it comes to your part ordering. Yeah, that dialed in for him. So check out Q- QB4 and then MPE Suspension Paul and the team up there have been helping our, helping us out for years, uh, giving us the best suspension in the business. Go check out MPE Suspension. We'd like to obviously thank our uh, guests for coming on tonight, Kyle Webster, Talia Drew, Jai. Thank you for coming in, mate, and doing your interviews. Sat in here and listened to us dribble. It was actually pretty cool when we got up. (laughs) After after the first commercial break, Nick was like, oh, dude, if you want to go, you can go. No, this is sick, man. This is so good. (laughs) Like, I'll see you can hang around if you want. Yeah, I'm staying. Cool. And he goes, oh, it's pretty cool that it's live. (laughs) (laughs) It's a live show. It's like it's live. It's because it is dry. It's funny you mention it. It actually is. (laughs) People are watching right now. Uh, So, thanks for coming in, buddy. Hopefully, uh, Hopefully we uh, see you at the third round with some some better results, something you're looking for, and we can we yep. can cheer on the fifteen. Brayden, thanks heaps for having me in again, guys. It's been a little bit, but I've uh, definitely enjoyed it being in here with two of the, two of my best mates and uh, just dribbling, really dribbling. You had a good time. You, you're getting more and more comfortable in that seat, mate. Yeah, aren't you? Yeah, you're gonna take one of our uh, jobs here, surely. Oh, I'm- your bum's nearly grooved in the seat. <laughs> 
<laughs> how how many bomb one. references? Trust <laughs> <laughs> uh, me, you should have been in Canberra. <laughs> nah, don't go there. <laughs> <laughs> Bailey from across the room is no. <laughs> um, Bailey, thanks for coming in, bud. Appreciate it. Yeah, much more warmed up this time. Yeah, definitely. by the third one, you'll have your own intro and you'll be just running this, running this thing. So, um, being the <laughs> Bailey from Dreamworld, <laughs> Bailey from Dreamworld. If you want your stickers, <laughs> put in Bailey from Dreamworld in the in the uh, coupon section to uh, get free shipping on your stickers. And as we said, if we sell a heap of them, we will get some more and we will be giving a bunch of them away as well. So, from the sunny states, we should have some by then. Got Come some, see us; we'll make it happen. Got some stuff going on up there as well, Nick. Hey, yeah. For Final round of the uh, Sunshine State MX Series will be held up there. We'll be up there doing our commentating gig. Nick's actually got a full-time seat in the commentary for Saturday. Yeah, boy. Full-time, man. Yeah. He's making it happen. And he's at home. He's going to feel comfortable. I'm I'm walking away. I'm just going to let him go. That's it. Just let me go. Home track advantage. Home track advantage. I know it's Dali Drew is going to get a few mentions. (laughs) 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 All you got to hear. Yeah. All you got to hear. T-70, baby. T-70, baby. <laughs> hey, let's try walking. Fifteen plus two is seventeen. Walkie's <laughs> <laughs> coming back. Um, I love it. Nah, so now we we uh, we'll be up there doing that. Uh, be pretty cool. So we appreciate you guys coming in. We uh, would like to thank our marketing chick, Miss Whitney Ware, for doing everything she did, whipping up these Bailey from Dreamwell stickers over in a matter of minutes. <laughs> in a matter of minutes <laughs> of putting them on the website. So there's no chance Nick and I would have been able to figure that out. Uh, so we appreciate her. Uh, <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah. <laughs> we had no chance, not a single chance. We just come up with the ideas. Uh, we'd like to thank, I thank my wife for everything she does and uh, wish her a happy Mother's Day for yesterday. I wasn't at home all day. So, so when I got home, I was uh, very loving and did what I had to do and appreciate what she does for me and my Different family. Issues and the yeah. machine. Yep. Yeah, and uh, obviously my kids for for just being my children. I love them so much. But that is going to be show number forty of the Moto Limited Show. We'll be back next week with some. Uh, we got some in studio co-hosts we're working on trying to yep. lock down, and some more guests coming up as well. We've got a Moto Limited after show coming up as well, which will be a motocross preview show yep. for the. Yep. Uh, for the, the uh, American motocross coming up here. A lot of, lot of cool weeks. people in that as well. So it's it's all coming together. So stick around for what we got coming up. But this has been show number 40 Motor Limited Show from Nick and myself. We'll see you all next week. Thanks, guys. I said, I'm a fan of the show. What you guys got going on is awesome. And whoever's listening out there, you better keep freaking watching these guys because they're, they're doing some cool stuff, man. So.